We are back on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. Uh, did I do that Irish enough, or was that just, like, Lucky Charms? How did I do that, Big Ugly? It was mostly Lucky Charms. Was it Lucky yeah. Charms? Hi, we, hi. We're back on the Dirty yeah. Ugly. Yeah, I was waiting for you to cut me off on that. How do you do it, Irish? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. My name is Dirty Mike. I'm the Big Ugly. And it is St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patty's Day to you, Big Ugly. Oh, thank you. I'm a Murphy, so I am Black Irish. You are Black Irish? Yeah. Man, I tell you what. Does that have uh, some certain perks with it? Or just being black Irish is awesome. It's just awesome. Okay. Awesome. Hey, you know what? We got a really special guest here today, Big Ugly. And it is St. Patrick's Day. Hoo! (laughs) Hoo! Come on. You You didn't say it, did you? Hoo! There we go. That was was our guest. He said that. Um, It is St. Patrick's Day, so this is very, very good for that. Also, it is... 364 days, right, since his one-year anniversary, his debut in the world of professional wrestling where he took everybody by storm in the EWA in the state of Maryland. Um, we've had him on the podcast before. He's a great guy, good friend of mine. I really appreciate this. Jesse O'Ryan, welcome to the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. Well, thanks for having me again. Um, I... Yeah. Uh, Hopefully not going to be as awkward as it was last time. Or <laughs> you as, planned as that awkward started. pause right there. I didn't. I didn't know where I was going. I started talking and then realized I didn't know where I was going with it. That's so. okay. Uh, we have tangents here on the podcast, yeah. as you know. So if you just start talking, we'll just start listening. All right. Um, Jesse, welcome to the mansion. Uh, so 27 rooms, all nice and clean here. It's beautiful. Thank you. We appreciate it. And we got uh, Monday Night Raw playing in the background from mm-hmm. this past week. Not on Hulu, mind you. <laughs> this is on Xfinity uh, DVD or DVR, I should say. Yeah. Um, the real replay. So we can actually see the whole thing. Yeah. Not just 90 minutes. <laughs> right. Yeah. right. Absolutely. And we are going to talk about Raw, SmackDown. We're going to talk about Fastlane, the yeah. SmackDown pay-per-view in this podcast. We're going to talk a lot about Jesse O'Ryan. We're going to talk about EWA Pro Wrestling. We're going to go behind the curtain. We've had behind the cloth, behind the storm, behind the curtain. Uh, we just go behind the yeah. scenes here. We're going behind a lot we of like, stuff yeah, here, we, Mike. We, we like are. The, now, right. that is not... Meaning that we go behind, get behind, you know what I'm saying? Behind. Yeah. I was gonna say we like to get behind. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it is dirty and ugly, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> so yeah. what yeah. we like to go in from behind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we hashtag that? Is that all right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, and you never know. There's some surprises in this podcast, but we're gonna talk about a lot of stuff. And I'm just gonna throw some tangents out there real quick before we get into Jesse Orion, EWA Pro Wrestling Warehouse Wars, May 12th at Tall Cedars Hall. Gonna talk about a lot, Jesse, and. Um, just as pumped and as excited as you were when I saw you come out of the cage mm-hmm. this past January when you defeated uh, defeated the Loge man. Yeah, uh, Jason Drake. Him. Jason, Jason Drake. Drake. And yeah. one I thought was the match of the night. Thank you. Retaining your EWA Cruiserweight Champion. You're still the champ. Still. Uh, yeah. Uh, you haven't won it four times yet. That's what uh, Wes Mercer said. The longest yeah. reigning and four-time cruiserweight champion. will never champion. be a legendary super cruiserweight. No, but you can aspire to be. That's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, he he has retired since, but you are still going. Yeah. Uh, and that's great. So we're going to talk about all kinds of things, Jesse. But um, we're pushing forward. We're blowing up, Big Ugly. i got to tell you. Every time we're blowing up. Um, archives are blowing up. Recent episodes are blowing up. This is episode number 46. On the road to 50, man. On our road. Yeah. We're on the fast lane to road 50. Yeah. On uh, And on episode 50, we're going to let everybody know right now, we're going to do a live Facebook Live. I think we talked about that it's before. It's going to be huge. 
huge is what they say. Um, we're going to be inviting lots of past guests. We're going to be running up on Facebook Live. We're going to let you know the date and the time so that you can log right on, watch with us with the podcast, ask some questions. Maybe even if Jesse O'Ryan, maybe Jesse O'Ryan will come back for the 50th episode. I'll do my best. You'll do your, you're a busy man. You're a busy man doing busy things. Right. And uh, happy St. Patrick's Day to everybody. So looking forward to that. And we are on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Thank you, everybody who has listened, downloaded, archived, liked, followed, subscribed. And now you can find us on Instagram. I added the Dirty Ugly to Instagram, which I think you saw that, Jesse or Ryan. I don't know if you're on Instagram. You're on Instagram, too, Big Ugly. You're the cookie jar production. Yes, sir. That's what I'm talking about. Instagram, we got the Dirty Ugly Wrestling 2000 Podcast, 18-2000 on Facebook, I think. We got Twitter, D-U-W Wrestling Pod, but it's also now Dirty Ugly Podcast. We got Dirty Ugly Wrestling at gmail.com. We're everywhere. We're going to be on Podcast One. What? Yeah, I'm going to look into that. Hey, man, say that again. Say that again. <laughs> yeah, we're going to soon be on Podcast One, man. Man, we're going to be rolling yeah. with Jericho and yeah. well, Austin. And that's the thing. Jericho's, Jericho's gone. gone. Yeah. He's and, not on Podcast and, One? And Jim Ross is gone, so they need us to go into They need place. us to step up. Exactly. Yeah. We can step up to the yeah. plate. Heck yeah. Jesse, you can get us out there on social media, man. Sure. <laughs> you know what's going on, Jesse. Jesse O'Ryan, let me tell you what. Um, yeah, it's going to be the biggest podcast that we've done so far. So, number 50 coming up. Date and time to be announced, but it's going to be soon. It's going to be soon. Um, hey, you know what? Let's just jump in here. Uh, we got Fast Lane results. We got Raw. We got SmackDown. We got WrestleMania. The road to WrestleMania is only a couple of weeks away from when we're sitting here in St. Patrick's Day. So, lot, lot, lot to talk about. And we might even get into some 205 Live. We might even get into some NXT. Jesse, you got the pulse on all these. So, uh, We'll it's jump a, in. Yeah, it's a it's a light pulse. I mean. Light pulse? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as it's alive. Yeah. Because that's what Jam and Jason on the 205, he wants to keep 205 alive. Yeah. yeah. So It's on life support. but It's on life it, support? It's alive. They're, yeah. they're, they're, they're trying to pull it back out. Yeah. They're trying to, they're, they're, seems, um, I don't know if we're getting into that now or not, but it, it, Throw it in there. seems like uh, Vince has relinquished control to, to Hunter, and mm-hmm. he's running the show the way he wants to now, and... People seem a little more interested in it than, than yeah. they were. And yeah, you know, Vince has uh, seemed to pull back a lot from everything, except now getting on TV last week. But we'll talk about yeah, that in yeah. a minute. But he has sort of relinquished taking the back seat because he's working on a lot of this XFL stuff coming yep. up in the next two years. Um, but let's uh, let's move into let's talk about you, Jesse, for okay. a minute. We got you here. Yeah. You're in the mansion. Still the cruiserweight champion of still EWA. Am. And EWA is still around, right? That... Uh, as far as I know, we're not going anywhere. Uh, I mean, Jim's run around for almost 18 years, and as long as he wants to run a Fed, yeah, we're not I mean, going anywhere, people right? People are still coming to the shows. The uh, Cage show was was huge. Yeah, um, huge, big ugly. Yeah, huge. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're still here. We're we're still going strong. We got our going to be starting our warehouse warehouse wars coming up soon. Tell us a little bit about that, Jesse. Um, the idea is similar to the the. It's going to be another one of the, the free practice sessions uh, mm-hmm. that we used to have in the day, uh, yeah. back in the day, um, trying to get those rolling again. Um, so it's going to be free for people to come out and watch. Um, I think they're going to offer free tryouts before the show for people who want to get involved. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. More opportunities to work with, with people and, and even opportunities to work with people I haven't before. Yeah. Um, since we only have so much room on the on the big shows. Sure. So I'm, I'm pumped for it. Yeah, Warehouse Wars, I believe it's going to happen at the EWA Pain Factory, the that training facility in Dundalk, my. Maryland. I think it's gotten an overhaul since we last talked. It has. They they, they fixed up my home a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> why you were living there. That's yeah. right. Jesse O'Brien. It's beautiful, you know. You yeah. were haunted by the mask, too, I think. I was. It's still around somewhere. <laughs> uh, it's not gone. I still, you know, hear from it from time to time. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, fix it up to fix up your home. Nice. Yeah. And uh, I, I think the official plan for uh, for the first one is April 13th. That's a Friday night, right? Yes. Yeah, Friday uh, night. Yeah, don't quote me on that. He said into the microphone, <laughs> um, but uh, that's I'm pretty sure that's the the estimated first first date for that. Yeah, check out EWA Pro Wrestling on Facebook to find out more information. I'm sure somebody's going to be jumping in there and yeah. uh, talking about that along with uh, May 12th. I think now is the big next show at Tall yes. Cedars Hall in Parkville, Maryland. Yep, Sweet 16 tournament. I think that's what I hear. It's uh, it's been up in the air. Um, I guess since we we didn't have the normal uh, March show. Yeah, um, due to some weird. Scheduling conflicts, uh, to my understanding. Um, Plus, creating the warehouse wars and getting all that—you yeah. know, doing the overhaul. It takes yeah, a lot we've of been time. busy, um, and and uh, so yeah, that, I think it was the right move just to wait a little bit longer and generate some buzz and yeah, come in there and, and kill it. So yeah, my my understanding is the Sweet Sixteen will be this this show in May mm-hmm. on the twelfth, May twelfth. Um, I will definitely be there. Uh, Good. I don't, I don't know. How this is working if, if I'm in the tournament yet, or if I'm just there defending my title, mm-hmm. or if I'm defending my title in the tournament, or... <laughs> or both. Right. Who knows? Um, you know? Not, not me. Not yet, anyway. Um, but, uh, well, you're a hard-working man. I I'm mean, looking forward to it. Yeah. That's good. I'm looking forward to it, Jesse. And uh, it's going to be great. I'm excited. Yeah. And come down, you know, uh, and this is spread around to other independent wrestling organizations. Now, everybody's out there doing their own thing. Big Ugly, you know, MCW's out there. Yeah. ACW's out there. SWO. SWO, including in Pennsylvania. Uh, and uh, that word is spread around. If you're an independent professional wrestler or you want to be an independent professional wrestler, referee, manager, valet, ring announcer, commentator, anything you can think of, Come down to EWA because there's opportunity to learn your craft, to hone your craft. And uh, just like Jesse, Jesse O'Ryan, this is a a family man. Mm -hmm. This is a man who's, you know, out there just, you know, earning a living. And it's like, hey, you know, I want to be a professional wrestler. It's a dream, you know, and you were living your dream. You came out, you did the training, you worked with a lot of people, made your debut almost one year ago today. And are you still, in my estimation, you're still undefeated. Uh, Your streak is alive. Yeah, the the, the streak is alive, uh, <laughs> except for battle royals. Uh, I, well, I've gotten killed in a couple of those. Um, generally, they but don't I, count, do they? <laughs> well, they yeah, count yeah. if you win. Yeah, I mean, we can you know we can go the uh, undefeated in, in singles matches or uh, has not yet been pinned or submitted in, in the mm-hmm. ring. There you go. That's the Oscar um, streak. That's that's what your girl is. Right. Your Oscar streak. Yeah, yeah, she's lost battle royals. So yeah, you know, absolutely. Well, let's, let's just compare me to her. She's lost battle royals, but she's won the Royal Rumble, which we're yeah. going to talk about. I think is she, is she lost a tag match. Has she been in any tag matches where somebody else ate the pin? Was she it? in the mixed match town challenge? She I is, but I think with Miz, but I think she's still. In yeah, it. I think they're still in it. Okay, yeah, I kind of lost track of that yeah. on Facebook on WWE, but uh, so. apparently that's not real storyline ish. That's but it's yeah. just fun. Yeah. So, so when they uh, when I get thrown into this, if I get thrown into the tournament, 
in May. You're going to have to stay undefeated to I'm win gonna it. You're going to have to go yeah. all the way through. <laughs> you know? And uh, this is a going. great tournament. There's a lot, of, you know, all the way back, you know, with Desert Storm and uh, mm-hmm. all the past winners uh, of the Sweet 16, Sean Cannon, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, there's there's a lot of prestige in this tournament, and yeah, EWA's been absolutely. around a long time. So you can get your tickets. You can come in. It's a good time. It's a good price. You know, everybody's got a great seat, and you can mm-hmm. interact with the superstars. So there's room for everybody out there to do their thing in the world of independent professional wrestling. And SWO, as you mentioned earlier, um, the word's gotten around, like, into their locker room, like, hey, do you want to expand your craft? Do you want to come yeah. down, check out the Warehouse Wars? You want to do a tryout? You want to have a match? You want to get on a show? Spread the word, you know? That's a good thing. Independent professional wrestling. Big yeah. fan. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, so it's been a year. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what are you looking to do this year? Um, I th- I'm actually, one of the reasons I'm really looking forward to the, the tournament um, is because I think that hopefully will give me a chance to mix it up you know, depending on how far you go, with people that, that aren't the typical cruiserweights. I mean, you, sure. know, you know, I've gotten, yes, I've been in a couple of battle royals with a bunch of other people, but I've gotten crushed pretty horribly in those. So <laughs> maybe in a one-on-one situation, being able to mix it up with people kind of kind of outside the cruiserweight division, um, it, I, I, you know, even if I don't win it at all, uh, the opportunity to, to kind of, I guess show off in, in a different style mm-hmm. and, and and work with some people that I haven't had a chance to. Um, that I am really looking forward to. Um, it's it's hard for me to think about the things I'm looking forward to just because like this has already been kind of like that thing like the the everything that I've kind of looked forward to I've been able to do so far. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know like I, you know other than going out and winning the EWA heavyweight title like. <laughs> I, there's so much that I've already done that I, I'm, I'm just kind of along for the ride at this point. Like, I'm I'm happy doing what I'm doing. I'm 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 gonna be happy if I'm doing something else. Um, I you know I started this just like you were saying you know with the goal of like just getting in the ring once and, mm-hmm. and having a match and and even if you know I end up getting squashed and and never did it again, that would have been achieving that goal that sure. I was looking forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, since then, I've had to just kind of periodically, you know, reevaluate those, make a slightly loftier goal, you know, mm-hmm. um, and and I that keeps happening. I've had done the ladder match, did the triple threat match with two awesome veterans. That mm-hmm. was also the ladder match. Yeah. Um, one was the, the guy that got me involved at EWA, Apollo Cruz. Yeah. Like. Um, I, I met him and C-R-U-Z, talked to him. C-R-U-Z, the that's real right. Apollo yeah. Cruz. Well, that's, Still it's the, the only Apollo Cruz, Cruz now. It's the only yeah. Apollo yeah. Cruz right. now. He finally won. <laughs> <laughs> I always said he was the only one. Yeah. Um, and then you had Wes Mercer, Wes the legendary Mercer, super cruiserweight. One of the guys who spent a lot of time and effort training me and turning me into somebody capable of going out and having that kind of a match. So for me, that was a dream come true. Um, you know, sharing the ring with those two, especially in... in uh, that awesome ladder match that I still got to come home with my title at the yeah. end of. Um, cage match was one of those things. Wow. Like That'd be great to do. And then having, you know, not just one or two or just tons of people coming up and saying, match the night. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, that, that meant so much to me just because, like, that's that's what I want to be able to do. Like, I want I want the crowd to love it. I want the, the, the boys in the back to love it. I, I want... The guys that have been there that watched me start as this uncoordinated, you know, inflexible, <laughs> weak guy, like the, to be able to see that that 
change over time. And like that, so that was another one of those things like hearing the reactions from everybody on that may, meant so much to me. But it's like, like now, I don't know. What, what am I? I don't know what I'm looking forward to now. You're looking forward to whatever's next. Yeah. Right? Whatever's yeah. Next. In this business, you, you never know what's going to happen next. Right. You never know who your next opponent's going to be or who's going to book the next show and say, this is what we got going on yeah. and this is what you're going to do. Will it be a, what kind of match you're going to have? What kind of tournament you're going to be in? What kind of title you're going to fight for? You just never know. No. But you, you, like you said, you reached your first goal, which is getting in the ring and actually having a match. Yep. And then what happened? Big Ugly, you know what happened. This guy caught on with everybody he, you know, gets in the ring in front of. Everybody. You know, I was going to say. Go ahead. From your debut, mm-hmm. you've been over. I don't know how that <laughs> happened. I don't. I mean, I can say part of it is, like, I have, you know, a good mix of of friends and family that were there that, that got the crowd riled up as soon as I came out there. Sure. But, you know, the, the, I, I got put up against Ken Phoenix, who is great and and yeah, fantastic made me look like a million bucks in my debut match um, ring of honor czw yeah he's done it all man. yeah um great guy worked with me a bunch before that to 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 kind of hash things out and 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 get my skill level up to a point where i'd at least be able to step in the ring with him and 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 have a decent match um and and you know just him antagonizing the crowd mm-hmm. who you know i he he knew where my family was so he went over <laughs> to them and started yelling things at them and they all got into it and a couple of the guys that that um that i had trained with were there in the crowd probably louder than just about anybody there so yeah um yeah. But even so, one year later, you you still have that same connection with the crowd, yeah. and it's even bigger. Yeah. Like at that cage show, I mean, I was there sitting as a fan yeah. for most of it, and I felt it around me. I mean, you're, yes, some of your family, some of your friends, yeah. but these are these are other people, yeah. a couple hundred people that completely had your back. Yeah. And it's because, and I'm gonna just put this out there, big to See if you agree with me. Is you believe in what you're doing? Mm-hmm. Right. Like I can tell that right. you're not. Bullshitting out there, pardon my yeah. language, mm-hmm. but you're—it's not fake. You know right. what I'm saying? You're yeah. out there. You're living the dream. Yeah. Every there's no wasted movement. Like what you do, the look in your eye, everything—it just looks real and yeah. genuine. Yep. And that's that's what the fans get behind. Yeah. And I, I see you're, you're, you're the total underdog story, like the yeah. Mikey Whipwrecked and the yeah. original. Do you see Daniel Bryan sitting right here next to me? Do right, you see much. this in the right, face? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you got the hair going yeah. and you got the face yeah. going. Daniel Bryan. Yeah, the beard. Yeah. You know, he could come yeah. back. Daniel Bryan could come back. He's cleared to wrestle, but this guy's right here cleared yeah. to wrestle. That's right. Jesse O'Ryan is cleared. I just see that that you're real, man. Yeah. And that's what I always loved about you. Yeah. Um, as watching you train and watching you come up and and seeing what you're doing and then coming back as a fan to watch that. And, you know, I'm critical. I and, mean, you yeah. know, you always told me to speak my mind and tell you yeah. how I really feel oh, about yeah. something. If you need to improve on something, I say, yes. hey, Jesse, please slow down here. Yeah. You know, pick it up here. Mm-hmm. Four facials. But all I had to come up to you and just give you a hug and you were sweating. And I was like, yeah. you know what? A match of the night. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's you and it, and it's as low. It's just Jason oh, yeah. Drake. You know, got to have uh, got to have the right dance gotta partner. Have a good foil. Yeah. So... It's it's all real. I wanna I'm gonna throw a monkey wrench into this a little bit. Uh-oh. You you mentioned a couple of things. Okay. You mentioned maybe possibly fighting for the heavyweight championship one day. You never know. Jesse sure. O'Ryan, you know, whatever to, And you also mentioned getting squashed in a couple of matches, a couple of battle royals. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, literally oh, dragged out of the building. Uh, a couple of times, some, yeah. A couple of times. Yeah. Uh, I want to throw this name out, and this has been a guest on our podcast before. The weight of the world, Corey Bush. You know I was thinking about him. You know yeah. you were. Yeah. You know I had to bring it yeah. up, Jesse. Yeah. 
Um, it's, it's hard not to. When I say <laughs> that name, when uh-huh. I throw that out there, what are your initial feelings and your thoughts? Now, I'm not asking Jesse O'Ryan the character. I'm just asking Jesse. Let's 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 go behind the curtain a little bit. Okay. What are your thoughts of Corey Bush? Um. So you're asking? You I'm know, asking the Jesse the person. Corey I'm asking Bush, you. Person? We're we're behind the curtain now. This is dirty and ugly. Oh, it's a I, shoot. It's a oh, shoot. Geez. That's right. Um, just tell me what you think about now. He's not here. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to introduce him. He's not going to come in the door. He's oh, not. He's now where he is. I mean, he knows. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. I, no. Well, I mean, this isn't a wrestling <laughs> angle. I could tell you that, and then his music's going to play, yeah. and then angle the white lights are going to go on. He's looking at the door. Jesse's yeah. legit looking at the door right now. Um, no, seriously, what do you think of Corey Bush? Uh, I think he's great. Um, I, I, I've had the opportunity to train with him a couple of times. Yeah. Um, he's got a ton of insight, mm-hmm. um, and he knows how to work. When he, to me, every time I see him in the ring with somebody, he works a style that that fits them. Right. Like, and and. That's, I mean, that's honestly, I mean, obviously we're two very, very different people. Absolutely. But looking and seeing that that's, that's the way he works, it's, 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 it's kind of the way that I try to do things too. Yeah. Like, um, you know, I, I don't want to just, you know, pardon my language, get all, you know, I'm not there just to get all my shit in. Like, no, no, yes, I want to have a, a, a match that works for both guys. I want to, mm-hmm. I want to be able to tell a story and, and yeah, if we can do some really cool stuff while we're doing that, that's great. But like, to me, the, the important part is is trying to have both of us come out of there looking, you know, as good as possible. And that's what I see every time he's in a match with somebody, like, it's clear that the goal is, you know, yes, even even if Corey's going to lose or his opponent is going to lose, doesn't doesn't matter. They both come out of it looking elevated. Right. Um, they they look like they went through hell and, and, and yeah, they they both survived and that's something that's that's, you know, at least at least they got that out of it. Um, yeah. So and they survived to tell another story another day. Exactly. Which is and this is always something I've liked about Corey. Corey is legit over four hundred pounds. Corey mm-hmm. is you know a, a big man. He's mm-hmm. not in ring shape as it were, but he can go twenty or thirty minutes and mm-hmm. and still tell a story yeah. until uh, you know until it's over. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, he's. He's that kind of guy with the same passion as you have for the business, whether it be for EWA Pro Wrestling or for the business in general. Corey's got that that passion for yeah. it. He's got the experience and the years behind him. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it came a year ago, actually, um, almost a year ago, actually, when we had this battle royal, the first one that you were talking about, it yep. was for the EWA Heavyweight Championship. Yep. And everybody thought, everybody thought Corey Bush was the odds-on favorite. Makes sense. Might make sense. <laughs> yeah. And he was fighting for the title, like, yeah. you know, a year up to that. Yep. But he ended up telling a part of the story to where, uh, ultimately, John Berg won the heavyweight championship. Yeah. But turn a couple, you know, nine months down the road, there's a cage match between John Berg and Corey Bush. And now Corey Bush is the EWA heavyweight champion. Yeah. So it all... Comes oh, so Bush uh, beat Bert. He did. Yeah, that's right. Oh, okay, beat him. And the uh, oddball the, army the is actions of a crooked manager. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what, Racy Hawkins, yeah. man. He gets kicked in the face one year, and in a couple years, he's uh, putting his wheelchair up against the cage to make sure John Bird can't get out of it. Can yeah, you believe right, that? Right. You know what? Yeah, I think you told me about that. Okay, I did yeah, tell yeah, you yeah, about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. So damn right, that's right. It's all telling a story moving forward. Yeah. Corey Bush is really good at that, yeah. and uh, he helped you tell a story. I mean, you eliminated him from the battle royal, yeah, right. and he got pissed, right? And actually dragged you out of the building. Yes. So. He did. 
in my estimation, that is always something that is it's the slow burn. This is something yep. I always wanted to see. Yep. Jesse O'Ryan and Corey Bush, whether it be for the heavyweight championship. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were still a new competitor back then, and people were over for you to win that title. Yeah. There were veterans in this business saying, I want Jesse to win the yeah. title. And, I mean, you got veterans and people out and screaming, and you didn't. But yeah. it's it wasn't your time That's yet. fine. Yeah. You know, we they, there was a guy that was put over that, you know, 10 years in that company, but mm-hmm. uh, he's the guy that helps put the ring yeah. up. He helps Shows wouldn't happen together. if it weren't for him. Amen. I, so him and his family. I, I think he. Uh, not everybody's going to agree with me, but no. I think he, des- he absolutely deserves. I 100 percent agree. I mean, you, you know, he's not the the prototypical professional wrestler, but neither is neither Corey am Bush. I. Neither are you. Right. Neither is I almost anybody on the, the indie non-prototypical scene. guy. That's fine. That's to me. That's exciting. That's that's more right. Fun. Uh, like for me, even as a fan, before I I. I join EW the the company like coming to some of the shows beforehand this is even before I decided to like yes I'm definitely gonna go ahead and do this yeah like just just coming in to support Apollo because I love that guy and and yeah we do too and I love wrestling and <laughs> um seeing like I've never been a, a fan of like the the big guys like it to me usually it's just it's it's boring it, it Usually, obviously, there's the cookie cutter prototypical. Yeah, Braun and Brock and 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 Brock and Big Show have have torn the house down too. Sure, but but those are usually just the big matches that they they build to, you know. But every time I'd see Corey come out, that that was like, yeah, he didn't fit the prototypical build, but he came out there and 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 he was believable. He was real. He meant every word he said. Yeah, and you know when when. He was supposed to be the the, the heel. Mm-hmm. He wasn't going for for cheap pops. He was going out there to be a heel. And when they needed him to kind of be less of a heel for a little bit, he was doing that. And yeah, uh, so he was always enjoyable for me to watch, as from a from a fan's perspective. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't look for the prototypical guy that's beautiful we don't either we're in a dirty yeah. ugly wrestling podcast we're not prototypical that's right we're just two guys from a credit union who started up <laughs> we don't even work it right. we don't even go to banks we right. use credit unions yeah. put over the credit union movement that's that's perfect point jesse uh big ugly T- tell me about what you think about uh, what jesse orion's saying about uh you know not the prototypical professional wrestler but liking and looking for that as a fan you're you're kind of the you know you've been in and out of pro wrestling for a while you're kind of the same way yeah, yeah, no, I, I feel the same way, um, and I, you know, talking about like why Jesse's been over, I think because you don't look like the prototypical, mm-hmm. it's why. So people relate to yep. the guys that just look like the everyday guys. Yeah. The thing about your Daniel Bryan, obviously he's not the prototypical guy. No, he's like at one point the most over guy in the right. WWE. Right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, at one point is is Bret Hart, it was Shawn Michaels. Yeah. You know, that's that's what the fans fall Stone Cold, right. black, Stone Cold, exactly, black yeah, boots, black, yeah, black trunks. trunks. Yeah, that's it. Just yeah. an everyday, hardworking guy that just wanted yeah. to kill his boss. You know, <laughs> right. Yeah. Who doesn't want to do right. that? Exactly. Everybody can identify yeah. with that. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So that that's and that's why we love indie wrestling so yeah. much, independent wrestling. I mean, we could watch WWE and we will talk about it, of course, because that's what we you know that's what we do here on the podcast. But you know, if you want to go out and live that out seriously, I mean, this is you know, this is one of the places to do it. Yeah. I mean, EWA Pro Wrestling, you're not going to see the prototypical thing that's going to happen over and over again you're going to see depending on who's writing stories who's in charge you're going to see different people doing different things and it's going to be spaced out you know you're not going to get your fill like five times a week on a network you know you're not going to get overloaded but you're going to build to something we were talking about Raw and Hulu before and it's like some people prefer the 90 hour or 90 minute format yeah because like it just cuts the crap out of it like (laughs) Sometimes it does. Yeah, yeah sometimes yeah. they focus sometimes, too much. Yeah, you know, but, but like, there's, I, I've, you know, 
I don't really particularly care either way because I just you know watch in the background when I'm doing other stuff. Sure. But like I've heard plenty of people saying that they they, they wish it was back to like a two hour show. Yeah. Just because you could condense it down and get more of the stuff that people like sure. in, in a shorter span rather than trying to keep people watching for three hours straight and saving something big for the end. Like, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of the same thing with, with EWA. We don't try to oversaturate. Mm-hmm. We, we, we run when it makes sense to. And, mm-hmm. and, and then you make a difference. Like with those two and a half, three hours that you're in that building, you yeah. make a difference. Yep. So, you know, we know it's, you know, coming down the pike. We had the Dark Horses on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. You know, they're in there. You know, they're not only looking for doing tag team stuff, but they're looking to do individual stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's a I, – I attribute it to kind of like the Usos. These guys are like real, like, brothers. You know, they're mm-hmm. not brothers in, like, by name. Right. But they've been together for so long in yeah. life. Yep. Um, they know each other so well, but they want to do tag stuff. They want to do individual stuff. They yeah. want to help put the people over that deserve to go over. Yeah. Win or lose, like you said. Right. Yep. And so, I mean, that's why I love this. We're going to take a small break in a minute, but before we do that, let me switch you again, Jesse. Uh-oh. Let's go to Corey Bush now from Jesse O'Ryan. Are you scared that Corey Bush has your number or has a target on you? Is this thing over? I don't think it's over. I don't think it was ever resolved. I no. think there's still more to be done there. I think that there, it, it only makes sense to to have that, Yeah, like you were talking about, a slow burn. I right. Mean, we've... We've run into each other enough times and gotten involved. I mean, even now when, you know, if, if for like, uh, you know, when we have everybody walk out, like we had the um, the 10 bell um, for uh, Dave. Oh, uh, the, man. The, yeah, Dave Arbogast, man. Yeah. Shout out and to so, him. So, like, you know, like I still am conscious about like not following Corey out to the ring and like if he makes eye contact with me, kind of shuffling over and getting somebody else between <laughs> the two of us. <laughs> That's um, dedication, man. Yeah, because you, you you never know. I mean, he's a he's a horrible, disgusting person. He <laughs> might attack me during a ten bell salute. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that before. That would really be out off the wall, wouldn't it? That would attack be, somebody yeah. during a ten bell salute. It'd be horrible. Oh and, man, and Corey Bush is the type of person that would do it. I think. So. I, you know, he might. But so. uh, and I think you're the type of guy that would would fight until you literally can't fight anymore. Yeah. Until you have no breath in your lungs, you know, no heart beating in your chest. Somehow you're gonna fight. So. Yeah. I would love to see that. Big Ugly, would you buy a ticket to EWA Pro Wrestling to see these two go at yeah, it? Yeah, I'm ready for it. I'd buy a ticket to watch <laughs> yeah, me and Corey. Yeah. Now, how are you going to buy a ticket and then you're in the match? I mean, hypothetically speaking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it was not you, if you were out there looking yeah, in on yourself, fan, you would say. You know, man, that's, oh, again, man. The, it's not the prototypical matchup. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of big guy versus small guy sure. stuff. and But I think that we could do it in a way that it, it wouldn't fit the, the, the typical mold for, for a match like that and I think I think I think we'd kill it. Absolutely. I think you would and I would love to see it. Before we take a break, I know it, we got tangents, we got tangents. Uh, something happened this past week and I just want to throw this out there. Stephen Hawking passed away, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I thought that was fake news when I first read it but it was real. Yeah. That's yeah. sad, isn't it? He made it like yeah, like 76 yeah. years old. So when when I saw it, I, I thought it was pretty real. I, was like, I, knew he was I wasn't like, sure the yeah. news yeah. source, though. I saw it on. That's my thing. And when I started seeing it more and more. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, just lear- watching Big Bang Theory for the last 11 years and just watching him, you know, be a character on that. But just knowing who he is off of that, that was sad, man. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. not cool. 
Uh, but uh, that, it's, uh, that's what brought it up when we were talking about Ray C. Hawkins. Yeah. I was like, yeah, the inspiration for his name. I, I really, yeah, and yeah. that's, uh, and I'm sure that's something that Ray uh, himself is probably a little, a little yeah. sad about. But uh, that's that's another thing of Ray, uh, just kind of a story where he was a fan of EWA Pro Wrestling for so mm-hmm. many years, and even with his limitations, you know, being in a wheelchair, he mm-hmm. still came, mm-hmm. came to all the all the tryouts, came to all the practices, all the. All of the, everything, and he came to all the shows, mm-hmm. and then he made his way into our. Now, theoretically, I don't know if you'd see somebody getting super kicked out of a wheelchair. I mean, that's something you would not see on WWE, probably. Hey, let's let's be clear in case the the athletic commission's listening. He didn't get kicked out of the wheelchair. Oh yes, he got, he kicked, got kicked. He got kicked, and, and then, then he got out of the wheelchair. Right, and then he got yeah. set down he on got the mat. Delicately, in front of his, yes, placed delicately on the placed. Mat. Yes, <laughs> he was in the wheelchair while yeah. he was super kicked. However, he did not get knocked out of the wheelchair. Yeah. However, that still is, we're still talking about today. It's one of the most shocking moments. Yeah. And my reaction, which you can hear on every video, you know, I was like, no! Yeah. <laughs> the people played that over and over again, not even for the kick, but for yeah. my reaction. Yeah. I was legit reacting to that. I filmed it. You did. I was you ringside. were Jesse O'Brien. See? You're, I filmed that. You will do whatever it takes in this business to help out. Mm-hmm. You know, you have done everything, including being a cameraman, and that is fantastic. Um, but why don't we take a little break? You know, we've been we've been talking with Jesse O'Ryan. We're gonna keep talking. We're gonna come back. We're gonna talk about Fastlane. We're gonna talk about the road to WrestleMania, uh, and we may even have a couple of surprises uh, coming along the way. So, um, Jesse, you, you've had a good time so far. Why don't you take us into break? T- tell what would you like to tell the Dirty Ugly Wrestlers listeners while we go into break? Uh. Why does everybody freeze yeah. on this question? Yeah, that's, I uh, put everybody I wasn't ready. Sorry, I wasn't no, ready. No one's ever Nobody's ready. ever ready oh, for Oscar. No yeah. <laughs> I've never been good at calling in the ring. I, I just You've you know, been doing pretty good. You've been talking for a half hour. We're yeah. going to listen to you, man. Yeah. No, but that's good. Hey, you know, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. are back on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. Once again, my name is Dirty Mike. Yep. Oh, and I'm a big ugly. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And we are sitting here in the mansion live with you. Me, Jesse O'Reilly. Thank you. (laughs) Let's say, what's your name? I know Corey Bush says, what's your name? And then he always says, what's my name? Mm -hmm. And then everybody knows his name. But we know who you are, Jesse. Uh, And you're still, and I'm going to put this out there, and this is a shoot. Jesse is still looking at the door at the mansion. He is thinking that Corey Bush is going to walk through this door. He is not here. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, Corey. You can't just tell me that he's not going to walk through the door when I wasn't already thinking it. Right. (laughs) Now I'm thinking it. Right. And and you're you're legit. The chair is turned. You got one eye at the door. I would not do that to you, Jesse. You keep talking about surprises. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is the world of pro wrestling surprises yeah. can happen and we are the dirty ugly wrestling podcast mm-hmm. i mean we're not right we're not wrong we're, we're just fake oh i was gonna yeah. say, I was gonna say uh, jesse he's too scared of Corey Bush right now <laughs> <laughs> that was that was Again, the greatest yeah. inflection you, you on can that, I've that ever up heard. in post right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're just fans i love it jesse you're the man um, I'm telling you, this has been a great podcast so far. We've done a lot talking about Jesse Orion, Warehouse Wars. It's mm-hmm. going to be at the EWA Pain Factory. Um, by the way, 
And that, and that's uh, Friday, April 13th, I think, possibly. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what the date is. And then you got May 12th, sure that's and that's at Tall Cedars Hall in Parkville, yeah. Maryland. But I want to tell you guys, I, I had a conversation with uh, my co-host for the SWO shows. His name is Todd Edwards. Um, he runs Inside the Squared Circle, which is another show that's on uh, Facebook Live with uh, Todd Miller, Todd Edwards, and also the Wolfman, Wolfman Baker, uh, on Wednesday nights from 6 to 7, and also on uh, local po- public television in Pennsylvania. Um, they have you know, put over the fact that that EWA is doing warehouse wars and they want yeah. independent wrestling to come in and out so yeah. shared you know a lot of people from EWA go up to SWO mm-hmm. you know Simon Rhymes out there yeah. um, you have a couple of people that, that's been in and out of there My, myself included you know I get around sure I'm the hooker of uh, independent wrestling yeah. apparently um, the voice no, of the east coast of the east coast I'm the voice of I was the voice of Maryland right and then I became just the voice because I ah. stretched out uh, okay. different states so now I'm just the voice, voice. but I'm still Dirty Mike all right. Um, but yeah, no, Todd Edwards. There's a great conversation that I think I forwarded to you, Big Ugly. Yeah. I had a conversation with Todd, and uh, we're actually going to put that in as our second break segment a little bit later. So in between segment two and three of our podcast, you're going to hear my conversation with Todd Edwards. We're going to talk about uh, SWO's big show, Test Your Might 2, coming up on the 31st of March. Jesse, you should come out there, man. You should take a look. Talking about expanding your wings and possibly getting new talent. It's only an hour away. It's in Red Lion, Pennsylvania. You know? Yeah. You, can, you should come out check it out. I can't commit to anything right now. Uh, you're I'll, a busy man. I have to man. check with my agent. Okay. And, uh, your agent? Is yeah. that the uh, El Buccanero Negro mask? Is that your agent? Uh, <laughs> he, he's asked me not to comment. Ah. I, I see, he does talk. I'll tell you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just come out. Uh, you listen to that. Uh, we're going to throw that into the, as I said, in between segment two and three. It's going to be a great, great little conversation. Uh, Todd Edwards. And he's a you know, great announcer and a great host in his own right. So he should come back on the podcast sometime soon. Uh, so, Big Ugly, let me uh, throw this at you. Did you see... Uh, we're on the road to WrestleMania. Oh, hey, Corey. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, the lights would go funny. out and his music would yeah. play. Jesse, are you all right? I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> that was a... Heart rate's a little elevated. <laughs> I'll be okay. That was funny. Um, actually, I might you know poop a few bricks if uh, Corey comes through my door uh, here at the mansion. Because he would have to get through security. But I, I don't doubt that he could yeah, do that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Just throw him over the fence. You know? Yeah. I mean, he might uh, pull down that singlet, you know, one one strap at a time. and Yeah. Like he does and scare everybody. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. Yeah. Um, so, Road to WrestleMania. I yes, want, sir. I want to talk about this. Yeah, you said you had a question for me. I, I have a question for you. Are you excited that WrestleMania next year is going to be in New York, New Jersey at MetLife Stadium on April 7th of 2019, only three hours yeah. away from Baltimore? Yeah, man, I'm glad it's coming back to the East Coast, man. We going. Yeah, DUW representation up in there, man. We going. Jesse, I'm, if you want to go. Coming. You're coming. He's, <laughs> that, this is the Dirty Ugly Wrestling I'm Podcast. I'm officially committed. So, oh, you're, so you are committing to this. A Buccanero agent is okay oh, with this. Yeah, yeah, it's different. <laughs> it's different. Oh man, we're gonna go dirty, ugly wrestling. WrestleMania 35. Um, it's gonna be cold. You think so? You think it's gonna be cold? It might be a little chilly because you never know what's gonna happen at the end of March, beginning of April. Supposed to snow next week in this in this piece. You know right, what I'm right. saying? But that's why me, you know, Mikey D, right here, Dirty Mike. I'm gonna get VIP. I want to get a suite. I want to get, uh, you know, that covered. We're gonna be covered, and we're gonna have uh, food. We're gonna have bathroom. We're gonna have Good weather, and no matter if it's raining outside, because they're going to build that big stage over top of the ring anyway, so even if it is raining, they're going to have it no matter what. So we're going to be okay, because we're going to be in a suite. I'm excited. Too sweet. That sounds sweet. Does it? Yeah. That is too sweet. Uh, We're going to be in there, and a lot of other people on the podcast and previous people on the podcast family, everybody's coming. You know, we're going to be coming out there. Um, So... 
Fastlane. We're on the road to WrestleMania. We just had Fastlane. We had the WWE SmackDown pay-per-view, the last one that's going to be just SmackDown because after WrestleMania, that's they're it. all Raw and SmackDown yeah. both. One per month. How do you feel about that, Justin? I, I, I'm actually kind of excited about that. I, there was a while I kind of enjoyed, like, it felt like every, like, you know, three weeks or so there yeah. was a pay-per-view. And it right. was cool because you got to see some good matches sure. pretty regularly. But then as time went on, kind of was just like some of the pay-per-views were just just fancier versions of the normal SmackDown or Raw show. Sure. There wasn't any huge things. I think that, I think cross-branding it will be cool. Um, yeah. Maybe get to see a little bit more of the stuff like when we got uh, AJ versus Finn. Mm, so, good match. I'm looking forward to stuff like that. No sure. build whatsoever, but it yeah. was the greatest match of the night, and they never, never spoke of it again. Yep. Can you believe that? So what do you think, Big Ugly? You like this? You want to bring it all back to one show, one pay-per-view a month, both Raw and SmackDown? Yeah, I think I, I agree with Jesse. I think in the beginning it was kind of working out, but at, at, at the same time it was it was just too much, like too many pay-per-views. So almost every two weeks you got another pay-per-view yeah. to watch. And, you know, at this point I feel like SmackDown is kind of stale a little bit. And so yeah. my interest in their pay-per-views has just dwindled. So, um, you know, I think combining them back when Raw will, you know, keep the interest, especially mm-hmm. when – because, you know, it's not always SmackDown. Like, sometimes Raw was a little lacking. Mm-hmm, so, at least yeah. when one of the brands is maybe lacking the storyline, the other one will still be there to kind of keep the interest for me to actually watch them consistently. Yeah. Sure. And that makes perfect sense. And, uh, you know, Fastlane pay-per-view as a whole was pretty good, actually, yeah. in my opinion, overall. Uh, and we'll give it the star or the thumbs up or the system, whatever we do at the end. But, uh, you know, SmackDown leading up to it wasn't too exciting. Even no. SmackDown afterwards is still... Not really too exciting. Yeah, it's 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 not clear where they're going with with something the current stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's been you know they've they've. I mean, I guess that's part of it is they want to keep you know keep everybody guessing. So I, I do genuinely like to be surprised when you know not with some ridiculous twist, but like if they can keep me, you know, uh, I guess uh, to where I'm not going. Oh, I knew that was coming. It's more entertaining for me, but yeah. like right now, I'm looking at them like I, I have no idea what, what they <laughs> want to do with this. Like I, I, I don't know what they're planning. Um, well, we're gonna find out. Let yeah. me uh, let's go into the quick results and then let's jump in with whatever we guys want to talk about. Sure. Um, so we had Fastlane. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a couple of different things. It led off with uh, Shinsuke versus Rusev, which was quite interesting because Shinsuke won the Royal Rumble. He's going to be in the main event at WrestleMania, but he's leading off this pay per view against Rusev, who is more over than anything right now because of the yeah. Rusev Day yep. thing. Sure. Shinsuke won. Uh, decent match, actually. Pretty yeah. good match overall. You, yeah. you, your eyes lit up a little bit, Jazzy. You they, enjoyed that match? They looked like they beat the hell out of each other. Yeah. That and that great. was the non-prototypical match. You don't yeah. necessarily think you'd see the two of them against each other. Yeah. But it was a good match. It was good. Yeah. You liked it, Big Up? Yeah, and I like the... Um I like the the beginning of the backstage segment. You know, you just saying that Shinsuke day. Yeah. And Rusev yeah. looks on like, you can't make up your own holiday. <laughs> no. I just try to bust all that. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they try to use that as Shinsuke as a heel with uh, Aiden English as a heel. But, I mean, they work within the system to make it heel-ish, even though it's so over. Yeah, it's weird that, that Aiden English is, like, booed to hell as soon as he walks out. <laughs> And then as soon as he starts singing the Rusev Day stuff, right. and the crowd goes mm-hmm. nuts, and they're crazy for Rusev. So, yeah. like, I don't know if I've ever seen that that dynamic work so well where you've got, like, basically a heel manager, and then the wrestler himself is over as a face. Right. <laughs> Although, I don't know if he's really supposed to be over as a face. I don't I think, think so. I think no, he just, just is. Like, yeah. it's hard not to get behind Rusev. He's got a lot of charisma. He, he, 
is entertaining yeah. to, to to watch him wrestle. And he's good in the ring. Yeah, he's, I mean he's solid so quick worker. for his size. Yeah. And and I don't, I can't think of anything I've ever seen him botch. Like, just solid. I I, I yeah. like watching him. Yeah. Some stuff I just don't know how it gets over. Like I don't understand how Rusev Day has <laughs> yeah. gotten over. Like I, it was weird. Like when he came out. You know, when you started with this, I was like, what, what is this? Right. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it, it's caught on. It's, it's just crazy. It's you the know? craziest things that yeah. catch on. Yeah. And you just never know until you try it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I I, when, I remember back when, when they were doing the League of Nations yeah. shtick. And he stole the monitor off the announce table and declared himself the new like television champion. Like I thought that that was enough to for, for me that I thought that was going to be it. That like kind of like yeah. started to get him over yeah. and like people would get behind it and just like it like they mentioned it once or twice after that and just disappeared. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. believe that people didn't like I don't jump know. right on that. Yeah, <laughs> but it's I guess the uh, the the like Chris Jericho school of catchphrases just throw. A million of them out. And yeah. When the crowd responds to one, just, just yeah. hang on to that one. That's exactly yeah. right. And, and I think that's where I was going with that. You just never know yeah. what's going to catch on when, but it's so entertaining. I mean, when, uh, even when uh, CM Funk and myself went to the Royal Rumble, Rusev was the most over thing all night long, before the show, yeah. after the show, and he was number one in the Rumble when Aiden English came out and introduced. Oh my God. Yeah. Fantastic, and then when he got eliminated, chorus of booze. Yeah, didn't. But it's okay because they had a solid match. Shinsuke mm-hmm. won, and so it doesn't make Shinsuke look any worse for his main event at WrestleMania, and it definitely doesn't do anything bad for Rusev. It just no. shows that he can hang. Right. He so, he hung with the number one contender, so. and he has. But I mean, he's been in right. these main event storylines before. Yeah. So uh, I like. You want to see Rusev do more big ugly? Yeah, I've always been a Rusev fan. So That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. So you're okay I with buying a Rusev be in tight, t-shirt? Title contentions. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Has I he agree. Won any with titles? He was the U.S. champion yeah. for oh, yeah. quite a while. He killed Kalisto. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, I think John Cena beat him for the U.S. title clean at WrestleMania to end his streak. And then it was like, why is what? Why? Yeah. I, I don't mind, but like it, all this build for what? Nothing. For, for, although, right, Cena. although Cena's U.S. champ. Well, that was, was wasn't good. that that was good. The the setup for Del Rio's return. Theoretically, yes, it was. Yeah. And then Del Rio came in and beat and Cena. Nobody gave a shit. Clean. Yeah, nobody cared. Like, nobody cared. Yeah. What happened now? Cena's still the, the king of the world, and yeah. which we're going to get into a lot of conversation about John Cena soon. We'll get to that. Um, so we also had, uh, I believe it was Natty and Carmella, and they beat Becky and Naomi. Love all the women. Uh, they still haven't done anything with Carmella's money in the bank, but I think that may happen sooner than we think. Yeah. Well, well the, she has until WrestleMania, right? She no, has she until, until the next Money in the Bank. Oh, yeah. okay. All so right. she's got a year. So, yeah, so when's, when was Money in the Bank? Uh, June, I think. Okay. Yeah. So she has it's until still gotta June. still got to be soon. I think it's going to be something during this big superstar shakeup that they're going to have after WrestleMania. Yeah. Mm. And uh, she's going to show up on one show and uh, maybe even show up on Raw and, and use it against Bliss. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because we're going to get into the other women's match on this card when we talk about that. I mean, so the four of them didn't do anything, uh, didn't do anything bad. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think it was good. I don't think it was uh, the best match on the card, but they right. did okay. Yeah. Anybody have any thoughts on this match? Nothing. That you guys? Stands, yeah, nothing, nothing that stands stands out. Yeah. They didn't quite burn it down, That's but it was iron. Yeah. yeah. It was solid. Yeah. And 
Okay, let me put that in there. Okay, we got, we're got we blowing up big all day, I'm telling you. I, I got uh, messages saying, you know, what's the link to the podcast? How can we get on the podcast? On SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. There you go. Got I like how you rattled that off, man. I got, remember earlier when, you, we, when we first put it on the site, we were kind of shaky, but now. Because I didn't know what TuneIn yeah. Radio was. Right, yeah. You know, I wasn't sure. But, you know, I'm a, I'm a planner. I'm a marketer. Je, you know, Jesse knows this. Mm-hmm. Jesse knows how I know to put people over. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I can do it yeah, all in one I, breath. You, you deserve some credit for me, too. I, well, okay. I appreciate you, you know, I, and that's what I'm here to do. I, you know, I've had conversations with you to the to the wee hours, talking in the parking lot, yeah. like about certain things, and yeah. just keep a good head on your shoulders, man. Yeah. So appreciate that, no problem. Uh, moving on, we had, and this is uh, probably my favorite thing that happened throughout the night, and this is probably the biggest storyline going on with SmackDown right now. We had the New Day against the Usos, yeah. rekindling a great rivalry, mm-hmm. which took them all the way up into a tag team Hell in a Cell match. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just gold every time yeah. they get in the ring, any of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it was it was great to uh, see them steal each other's movesets. Yeah. Like I, completely switch. Talk I, about that, Jesse. I, that's one of my favorite things, yeah. seeing people steal. Like, not not just finishers, but just, just taking pages out of their playbook. But the, the, the thing that they, they made it, like, every time they did it, it was done to show off, like... Not just like okay, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna use your move, but like you know, every time it was, they would rub it in the other, the, their opponent's face, yeah, but back and forth, right, and ba- right. right. one up in each other, yeah, with each other's moveset, yeah. like legit, like the. Oh, we got a uh, call coming into the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. Great. Do you, do you, now, well, this is a little surprise <laughs> for my man. Let's let's check this out right here. That's an old school ring too. You hear that? Yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. All right, let's answer the let's answer the call and let's say welcome to the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. Who's calling into the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast? It is the weight of the world, Corey Bush, coming at you. Man, what Corey you Bush, doing? how you doing, Corey? It is another day in the life of Corey Bush. I'm out here in West Virginia, getting ready to tear it down at ATCW, throw somebody around, have a good time. How's it going, Dirty Ugly Podcast? It's going fantastic, and that's what we love to see. Uh, indie wrestling getting out there, doing their, doing their thing. Man, I'll tell you what, we're still blowing up while we're on the phone. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh, so I'm sitting here with the Big Ugly in the mansion, and uh, Corey, we happen to have a special guest in the mansion today. I think this is somebody that you know very well. Why don't you say hello, special guest in the mansion? Hi, Corey. You know who that is? <clears throat> who is that? That's Jesse O'Ryan. Jesse O'Ryan. Jesse O'Ryan. Oh, he's in on the podcast. How's it going, O'Ryan? You I mean, it was it was going really well, and then the phone rang. Man, I tell you what, we were just talking, Corey. He called you a Matt Stain. He did. That's rude. That's pretty good. Actually, put that on the T-shirt. Yeah. That's pretty good. Um, We were talking, Corey. We were talking about EWA Pro Wrestling. We were talking about Warehouse Wars. We were talking about. Friday, April 13th at the EWA Pain Factory. We were talking about uh, Saturday, May 12th at Tall Cedars Hall in Parkville, Maryland. But what we were also talking about, Corey, is we were talking about about a year ago, there was a battle royal for the heavyweight championship in EWA. And uh, this guy, Jesse O'Ryan, eliminated you, but then you proceeded to drag him out of the building. Tell us what your memories are of that, Corey. Here's the thing is... uh if you're talking about April 13th, if you're talking about the show at Tall Theater Hall, then you're talking about Corey Bush. 
because I am now your crown EWA heavyweight champion. Yes, you are. I'm on the top dog. I'm the guy, and it's been a long time coming, and that time is now. Now, Jeffy Orion, what you did is cost me a commodity that people can't get back, and that is time. I had every other man in that ring throw me over the top rope, and I still managed to fight them off before I hit the floor. And you mustered the one good thing you had in you in that match to cost me my shot at the heavyweight title. And so, yes, I came back in that ring, I saw the fear in your eyes, and I eliminated you from that dream because you took it from me. I'd say fair is fair. So I want to bring up one more point about that night. Uh, well, well, actually, I'll do that in just a minute. Uh, Jesse, you uh, you were looking at the door thinking he might show up. I mean, this is a cell phone. You never know. He might not be in Virginia where he says. I don't think he's going to show up. But how do you feel right now, Jesse, about what he's talking about? Uh, I mean, I, I think to call what he did fair uh, is, is a little unreasonable. Um, <laughs> You know, by the time, uh, because Corey Bush had been eliminated from the match, mm-hmm. um, I was no longer focused in that direction, um, looking towards the the, the 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 rest of the opponents I had to deal with in the ring. Yeah. And, and, you know, he snuck back in and tried to murder me, basically. <laughs> um, did, calling did it fair. That, did you say that I just snuck back in? Snuck. Snuck. I don't think Corey Bush sneaks anywhere. I did not sneak anywhere. You knew exactly what you did when you did it. And you knew how much the payment was going to be for doing it. And like the million dollar man said, everybody's got a price and everybody's got to pay. And you paid for that mistake immediately. I sure did. You don't want to be in the ring with me. You don't want that. That's not something you want for your life. Well, let's let's talk about this. You guys have not crossed paths. Uh, I think the EWA faithful and, and everybody in the world of professional wrestling, including me, wants to see these these two, uh, David and Goliath. I want to see Corey Bush uh, and Jesse Orion in the ring. I want to see this, and I want to see it eventually. Will, will it happen April 13th at the, the Warehouse Wars? Will it happen May 12th at uh, the Sweet 16 for EWA? We don't know. But eventually, I want to see this. But... There's another thing that's eating at me about that time, that past time about a year ago. There was a vote by the EWA faithful. We we went out to them and said, who do you want to see face, you know, a future championship contender? Who do you want to see? And they voted for Jesse O'Ryan. They voted Jesse O'Ryan over Corey Bush. Corey, are you hot about this? No, because right now Corey Bush is the EWA heavyweight champion. So things are as they should be. And you defeated uh, John Berg in the cage match at Rage in the Cage. And, uh, you know, it's been a long time coming for EWA Heavyweight Championship to be in the possession of the weight of the world, Corey Bush. But, um, yeah, I, I want to throw a little little monkey wrench into this tangent. Big Ugly, I know you like this behind the scenes, behind the curtain. Behind the curtain. Yes. You're a big behind. fan. Yes. That's right. Uh, so, and we were talking about, uh, we were talking to Jesse earlier about, you know, the passion that he has for the, uh, the world of professional wrestling. And actually, to... Go shooting a few seconds here, Corey. I know you're good at this. We can we can shoot off the cuff here. Um, you know, I was talking about you, how you're uh, you know a veteran in the business. You're great at telling a story. You're great at leading people the way they need to go, including the opponents that you have in the ring. Not only the crowd that you have in front of you, but um, 
There's, there's a locker room. You know, I heard you talking to the EWA locker room when I was there uh, back, backstage at Rage in the Cage. And you were trying to inspire people. Like, man, this is your shot. Get out there. Tell your story. Do your thing. Make your mark. Because this is a place where you can do that. And it could lead to bigger and better things. But, you know, right here, right now, make your mark. This is something Jesse Orion has done over the past year. This is something you've been doing for years. Talk a little bit about that, Corey. Tell me your philosophy, the behind-the-scenes backstage philosophy. What do you want to say to not only the people in the EWA locker room, but the people in the independent wrestling world in general? Um, well, yeah. independent wrestling is like nothing else. There's, there's nothing better on a Saturday night to be doing than sitting in an audience full of people at a wrestling show who want to give their energy to the performers in the ring so the performers in the ring will get it, get it back. Because, I mean, if you've been in a ring and you've had one of those moments where the crowd was for or against you or just things were moving, like there was an energy building and you were, you were doing something out there in front of these people that not everyone can do. And you know when you're out there that that's where you want to be. Like it chooses you kind of and sometimes you get in there and you train and you, you try to find yourself and wrestling helped me find parts of myself I wouldn't have found any other way and so um, at any show I feel like over the years like one of the major questions anybody asks you about the event is like how big did they draw like how big did they draw how many people were in the crowd and to get anybody in any crowd anywhere you have to inspire somebody I mean, every audience member was inspired to buy a ticket and come see you. Like, give them something. Be something to the extreme. Like, learn in there, learn to get in there and bang around. And it's like training for martial art these days. Like, when somebody asks me about wrestling, I'm like, I, in my mind, I treat it a lot like learning karate or judo or any other kind of discipline in the aspect of that, like, the, the repetitions and things to get your muscle memory right to be certain stuff, like, we train like anybody else like uh, I just uh, give people something to grab onto be someone stand up for something fall on your sword a couple of times like change yourself like there's just this endless world of people that you can bring into this thing and it's like a team of people working together to create stories that couldn't have gotten out any other way wrestling is like one take one chance one opportunity to get out there and create with your own hands in front of a live audience. And the best part about that, Corey, is that people are going to fall on their sword. And Big Ugly, you know this, and so do you, Jesse. It's not going to go the way you plan it. You could plan some things out. You could talk about certain spots, if you will. Talk about a finish, you know, for really going behind the scenes here. But things change. You know, the way that crowd reacts you know, the way the lighting system or the music system works, you know, somebody gets hurt in the ring, whatever, or just the way that you guys feel when you get in the ring. And Jesse, you'll attest to this too. Things can change and you got to change with it. You got to roll with it. There's only one chance and you got to go out there and you got to do it. Um, Jesse, do you agree with what Corey's saying here? Absolutely. Um, the, 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 the most important thing to me is making sure that the people that are paid to be there mm -hmm. feel like they they got their money's worth for, for, for you know, coming out there. The, the time that they spent, that they could be doing other things, they, they gave it to us. Yeah. Um, it's my job to give something back to them, to them to go home and still feel, like, you know, feel that it was worth their time, but to, to actually, like, something, a conversation piece for later. Like, mm -hmm. okay, yeah, you weren't there. Oh, you missed this and, like, stuff like that. Um, 
like that's me as as a fan speaking. That's what I look for. Like um, if I'm gonna you know give my time and money and, and effort to see something, I want I want to feel like something that really mattered happened and it's something that's worth talking about, discussing like like we're kind of doing here. Yeah. Like that's you know that's that's what this is all about. Yeah, it makes an impression. Yeah. It, it you leave with something. Go ahead, Corey. Something has to be ventured for something to have to be gained. Yep. Amen to that. If you're going to put your time and energy and money into coming to see a show, like, I'm going to give you something back. Because you allowed me the opportunity to do this. Mm -hmm. Any show, any sport, like any movie, any time you take away from paying attention to your life to come pay attention to my story, I owe you something for it. Yep. Big Ugly, do you believe that every time you've seen Corey Bush in a ring or, or Jesse O'Ryan, that you, you go in there and it, it's the best ticket in town? Yeah, I mean, you right. pay $10, $15, whatever it is, you're getting two and a half hours entertainment. Do I, you feel... I know I'm going to get some value out of it. I know I'm going to get something good. I'm going to see something yeah. good and entertaining. And you're going to remember it. Absolutely. And we're going to still be talking about it two, yeah. two years later right, on the right. podcast. I remember him getting dragged out the ring. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I remember, and I had, I had a hand in, you know, helping create the story that went into that night because that night was uh, that night with the battle royal with the heavyweight champion oh it was a weird (laughs) night because things have changed you know the uh what would you call it? The uh, the guard has changed. Yeah. You know the the leadership roles have changed, and we were sort of in a transitional period. And it was like, what are we going to do this night yeah. for this crowd to take them on a story from the beginning of the show to the end of the show? To not only to explain what has happened, but to make sense out of what has happened, yeah. and then give something for people to be excited about next time. Yep. And I think, I think we did that. I think that show was one of the most fun. Uh, one of the most creative and one of the best shows that I think the EWA has done in a long time. What do you think, Corey? Do you agree with that? I mean, they, they we put out some great stuff and some great things have happened. There was a lot of good storytelling going on. Um, I just think there was a lot of roles that needed to be filled and people stepped up and did what they needed to do that so all together it could come together to be something really like only itself. Yeah. I mean, it had a narrative and its own kind of run and I liked it, man. It was a good time. Uh, but it's going to be a better time now because the Cory Bush era is in. Like, uh, I don't, I don't want to be a transitional anything. The new age of EWA is today. Like, um, if any, uh, I, although I would like to do this, I don't know how uh, how crass it would be, but any former EWA heavyweight champion that would like to come back, like, I know that there's tons of red tape and I can't cut it all. But if anybody wants to come back to challenge for it, I'd like to make that open today. Like, I, I won't turn anybody away. Uh, if Jesse O'Ryan can get his chops up, maybe he can come in and take a shot at it. But he's king of the cruiserweights right now, and I'm sure he's got a smile on his face about it. He really does. <laughs> he, does. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> so we got a Corey Bush open challenge uh, to come step into EWA. Come to Warehouse Wars on April 13th. Come to the Toss Eaters Hall in Parkville, Maryland on May 12th. You know, we've got an open challenge. You know, this may or may not be for the EWA Heavyweight Championship. It may be. I mean, Corey Bush is willing to fight. He's willing to put himself out there. He's willing to make a mark and to make you listen and make you understand. Because we all know what your name is, Corey. Well, I mean, let's see here. I told Jesse O'Reilly earlier that, like, time is the only commodity can't get back. Yeah. And so I'm the champion now, I'm the champion today. I'm not gonna wait until later to make waves. Like however it's gotta happen, whatever it's got to happen, like if you think you got the name and the boots to come fight me, I'm willing to fight anybody. Like 
Jesse O'Ryan, how do you feel about this open challenge from Corey Bush? I, I mean, it it's terrifying. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't see why, if he's inviting all these other people um, and, and thinks that they're capable of stepping up, that, that I wouldn't be able to either. Um, yeah, if you can get your chops up and your boots on, yeah, like he well, said. Yeah, I mean, as long as, you know, I... Actually, keep my eyes on him, and he doesn't come at me from behind this time. Stand a little bit of better of a chance. So that's what I'm talking about. Well, Corey Bush, I think that's uh, that speaks for itself. I mean, Jesse O'Ryan's going to be there. I mean, EWA is uh, they're, like you said, transitional nothing. This is this is professional wrestling. This is coming out. This is uh, cre- creating and honing your craft. This is enjoying a show. I, I want to come out. Like Big Ugly said, he'll pay a ticket. He'll pay for a ticket to come out Absolutely. and see this, and there'll be a couple hundred people, thousands of people, my, you know, possibly over a couple of months' time that's going to see what's going to happen in the near future. And Corey Bush, as the current reigning, defending EWA heavyweight champion, uh, shoot or not, whichever you like. What are your? We're gonna. Uh, have to uh, make way here and move on to the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. I mean, Jesse O'Ryan is starting to get hot. Uh, we don't want him to get hot here in the mansion. So, <laughs> do you have some parting words? Because we're going to have you on the podcast again, of course. But do you have some parting words for uh, either Jesse or the podcast or EWA or professional wrestling in general? Um, fill the rooms, guys. Anyway. Get people there. Get people invested. Make people care. Do something. Get out there. Go. Put on some new colors. Buy some merch. Sell some merch. Like, be an asset to the business. Like, in whatever way suits you the best. As far as in the ring goes, I am now the EWA heavyweight champion. I am back to the top of the ladder and have that 10 to 15 pounds of golden leather that says that I can open my mouth as wide for as long as I want. And Jesse O'Ryan... You should be afraid, because you know that the way to the top of EWA right now comes through me, and I know, in the bottom of your heart, that's not somewhere you want to end up. As far as the podcast goes, you guys have been lovely. Thank you for the opportunity. The way the Lord always loves to come and educate the masses. Now I've got to go. There is some business attended this evening in West Virginia, where I actually am. (laughs) And, uh... He's still looking at the door, Corey. So let's uh, turn on the lights and start the fights, guys. I'm going to get out of here. Way to the world. Out. Wow. That was that was strong. I'm telling you what. Corey Bush, ladies and gentlemen, the way to the world. Out there working, doing his thing on the indie wrestling circuit. West Virginia. West Virginia. Uh, he is a huge presence. <laughs> yeah. That's a nice That's way, a to put way to put it. Putting it. Yeah. Man, I tell you, and that was a little surprise for my man. I, I knew that was coming, and, and maybe uh, what a wonderful surprise! Maybe, Thank maybe you, you did, uh, maybe you didn't. So, tell us what your initial thoughts of that conversation. Now, we got to go a little bit behind the scenes. Yeah, uh, we got to go uh, a little bit into the depth of Corey Bush. Talk yeah. to us about that, Jesse. I mean, you know, behind the curtain, I I agree a hundred percent with what he's saying about you know that kind of being sort of a turning point for us as, as a company and a, and a moment that we needed everybody that was still there and present in the locker room that, to to you know take some ownership of that moment and, and, and make it into something that matters um, I think we all tried our best to do that and I think it actually I think it worked pretty well um, 
I think so. And uh, it's it's some of those conversations I was hoping to get into with you and uh, like Corey backstage. You know, mm-hmm. I just wanted to hear that passion come out. And, you know, the weight of the world can be the weight of the world all the time with the, the 10 to 15 pounds of gold and leather. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when you hear somebody passionate like that, you know, I want to come see that guy work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And same with you. I want to see come see you work. But uh, he's not here. He's in West Virginia, Jesse. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, anyway. As we were saying, uh, before we were so gallantly interrupted by the weight of the world. Are we okay with that big ugly, by we're, the way? We're good. You cool with that? And we could hear him. Uh, you had the cans on. You were okay? You yeah, yeah, him? yeah. Okay, yeah, good. Um, so we were talking about the New Day and the Usos mm-hmm. and how they were stealing each other's movesets. But uh, let's also talk about how they were absolutely destroyed by the Bludgeon Brothers. Luke Harper and Eric Rowan, formerly of the Wyatt family, but now... They, I, I, I don't know. First of all, it looked a little stiff to me. All of it looked a little stiff to me. Power bomb on the stairs. Oh, my God. I was watching how his neck snapped off the back of the stairs. I was like, sick, man. But uh, I feel bad for Xavier, man. He's always a guy that takes like the biggest bump. Yep, he does every time. Yep, and he's one. Of, he's he's a very hard and creative worker. Now they were all at the WrestleMania Dr. press conference Woods. yesterday, but so they're all they're all getting there. They're yeah. all okay. They were serving pancakes to everybody. Um, but how do we feel about this? You know, what is this going to turn into? We don't have a road to WrestleMania yet, but what does this turn into? Uh, Big Ugly, we're going to start with you. Um, I don't know what this turns into. I think this was just a way of kind of showing that all right, the Bludgeon Brothers are ready to actually hit an angle before they've kind of been squashing mm-hmm. uh, random tag teams. Sure. So I think that now either they're setting up a feud for them to either go feud with New Day or the Usos. Um, I just don't know. Or who, both. Who, or maybe both. a triple threat yeah. kind of deal. Right. That's, yeah, that's Or maybe guessing. they'll make it a deal where it's like the Usos and the New Day have to work together to take out the Bludgeon Brothers. They're going to make well, them look really strong. They started that on SmackDown. Whatever was left of both yeah. teams, there was one New Day and there was one Uso, and they right. actually joined together to yeah. say, we're going to take out the and Bludgeon. I think that went really well with the story they started telling in, in, the, in the match at Fastlane where they were stealing each other's moves. They yeah. know each other so well right. now that, like, okay, we got to stand in as a team. The, you know, Biggie and whichever Uso that Jay was. Jay or Jimmy, one yeah. of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the, you know, the, no issue with that. They've got to defend their, their brothers, and, and and so they're willing to put their differences aside. But they also mm-hmm. know each other well enough that they can work together if they need to. Yeah. Um, so I thought I thought that was kind of cool, even if it wasn't deliberate. Um, it seemed like some, some good storytelling there. It is. What do you guys think about the Bludgeon Brothers in general? I thought it was gimmicky at first, like a little too gimmicky with the big, you know, big con hammers and things like that. But now that they've actually incorporated that and they're using the slow sauntering entrance with the music and the the different lighting sets, I honestly like it. Jesse, how do you feel about it? Yeah, I'm more on board with it than I was with Eric Rowan and his weird clown lamb masks (laughs) and balloons and stuff. Sleep apnea for the Giants. Yeah. That's what he had, the thing hanging out of his nose. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's cool that, that to see that both of them getting like a what looks like a real push. Yeah. Uh, for the first time, I think. I mean, they, they've you know they've kind of had their ups and their downs, but this looks like you know, a lot of it before was just because of them being part of the the Wyatt family. It's sure. Cool to see them on their own, you know, as a team still, but. Um, them getting that push without mm-hmm. it being because well we want Bray to look strong and, you know like yeah for them so and this push makes them look strong I mean yeah. they just annihilated five guys yeah 
Um, and then whatever they didn't finish, they finished on SmackDown. So yeah. I see a, I see a triple threat at least coming for Agreed. WrestleMania. Right. But then I see, like you said, Jesse, and even you said, Big Ugly, the Usos and the uh, the um, New Day kind of working together to take away the yeah. common enemy and then right. finish it out themselves. Because the Usos even said it. They've never been on a main card for WrestleMania, ever. Yeah. They've always been on a pre-show or in the Battle Royal. Somewhere they've never been on a main card in their own tag team, and in, I think in the last year or so they've absolutely proved that they deserve that to be is, on there. They sure absolutely. do. The, you know that the the Hell in a Cell match that those teams had mm. was insane, and knowing that they were going to go and have another match, you know, at Fastlane, I was wondering how they're going to top it, just because like those guys absolutely killed it in that match. Yeah, and but they took the story in another direction. Yeah, which is great because you, you know with. With the way um, New, New Day were cutting their promos, they got a much more serious tone mm-hmm. about it. Like everybody was taking it so seriously, and it looked like uh, I, like they, they were going to try to elevate this to some other level. But but I think having it just just get completely torn apart by the, uh, the Blood and Brothers mm-hmm. made them look strong and made me kind of happier as as somebody paying attention to the story mm-hmm. that we're just not getting another New Day Usos Uso feud. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. But the, right. if you take it in another direction, it just makes it... That feud has now more life into sure, it. Yes. So, sure. I, And they can put on a classic match anytime. So I like this. I yeah. like it. And I think this is the most intriguing thing leading into whatever SmackDown is going to do for WrestleMania. Yeah. So great stuff. Uh, let's talk about Randy Orton winning the U.S. Championship, another Grand Slam winner for the WWE, uh, defeating uh, Bobby Roode, who uh, still I, I love Bobby Roode. I think he's great. Um, and then Jinder Mahal sort of making his presence felt. Same thing on SmackDown. I, I'm still a mark for Jinder. I'm sorry. Ever since he won the title, I was a, a big mark for Jinder. So... Now we've got Orton as the champion who won the match at Fastlane and kind of in a story with both of these guys. Could be a triple threat match at WrestleMania. Uh, let's talk about it. Jesse, we'll start with you. Um, on one hand, I think it's cool to see that Orton's now a Grand Slam champion. Uh, on the other hand, it just felt like the the match was a was a vehicle to give him the title. Not mm-hmm. like there wasn't a story in the match necessarily. I yeah. don't know. It just, it was, I, I mean, it was... I don't, maybe it just was the the chemistry between the two guys. I didn't. I just didn't. Didn't feel it. Love it. Yeah. You know. Um, and then you know, I think it was more about the story at the end with Ginger coming out mm-hmm. and Bobby, which is weird that they're making him such a baby face, but him jumping in to kind of protect Orton and do the right thing. Yeah. But then also turning on him afterwards anyway. Like, <laughs> big ugly. What do you um, think? Yeah, I mean, I, I think for the historical factor, you know, it's cool that Orton is the Grand Slam champion, you know, like uh, Jesse said. Yeah. Other than that, man, I really didn't care about this feud, like, this entire time. Like, uh, I felt like this is where it was, it was going. I think everybody knew it was going here. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. they're going to give Orton this title. Right. Um, other than that, I mean, there's nothing to it. And, I mean, gender's just a tag along for this. It's weird because uh, Orton was in the same position last year with the heavyweight championship with Bray Wyatt. And now he's going into WrestleMania is, and this is kind of like a mid card thing. This is a pre show thing. Not that it's bad. It's just that it's not right. intriguing. Yeah, and you I know? think that's really all. Uh oh, we got another call into the podcast. Can you believe this, Big Ugly? We got another call into the podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. Who we got? 
gentlemen, this is Chris Burns. How are we all doing today? Chris Burns, man. Hey, how you doing? We uh, last saw you here with uh, Chase Rawlings doing the podcast in the mansion. Did you make your way out this time? Uh, yes, we did. Um, um, and to answer your first question, I'm doing a lot better than I did before. Oh, good. You got some food in you? You're feeling okay? Uh, yeah. I feel, uh, well, I feel much better now at the moment. Good, good. Uh, before we uh, move on, uh, say hi to Jesse O'Ryan. Jesse's in the podcast in the Dirty Ugly Mansion. And how you doing? Oh, hey, Chris. Good, how you doing? Jesse, how you doing? Hey, good to hear from you again. Yep, how you doing? <laughs> You're pretty good. How are you? Good, 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 good. So, Chris, what you been up to, man? Uh, well, I actually, I just actually, uh, Chase Rollins and I just uh, just got out of just just got out of jail. What? On the on the advice of my legal counsel, I can't really get into too much details. But apparently, I, apparently, there's a whole misunderstanding. Uh, we just got released. I actually, I actually got got a uh, message from you saying you're doing a podcast a while ago. So it took me a while to to call in. Oh, okay. What well, you you wait a minute? You just got out of jail. How did you get into jail? Uh, but uh, apparently, apparently, some, uh, someone from Chase Rollins' past making accusations, and uh, one thing led to another. But I, but I can't really get into too, too much details so on the advice of my legal counsel. Man, uh, well, it but, just... that, but yeah, that's but. Once the time's right, that'll have to be a whole different podcast. Yeah, we'll have to have you back on, make your way back to the mansion, maybe you and Chase. Uh, you know, you guys were talking about some legendary stories and some alcohol was involved and things like that. Could something have come up to bite you back in the butt? Uh, uh, well, I'll have to discuss that later. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. Well, I mean, are you okay? I mean, you got some food in you. They at least gave you three meals a day in jail. How would yeah, you... Com- Go ahead. Yeah, they did. Yep, they, yep, they, uh, well, they did take care of me while I was in there, but, uh... Did they take care of you while you were in nah, there? Not nah, like, nah, <laughs> like, nah, like that. I mean, this is the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast, so oh, if yeah, you want to share. Yeah we're, yeah, we're, yeah, we're dirty. <laughs> <laughs> As the old saying goes. So, this is a veteran in the business. Jesse O'Ryan, you're one year into the business. You got your anniversary. This is one of your veterans right here. Former EWA champions. Uh, tag, you know, everything. What do you think about this? Chris Burns, you know, just got out of jail. I mean, do you still look up to this guy? He's he's, he's speechless. Yeah, he, he I is. really am. I, I don't I don't know how to how to respond to that. It's 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 a little hard without the details. He, he said his legal counsel said he shouldn't do that. Yeah, that that's, so he, he could be innocent. Yeah. I mean, do we need to get? I mean, but if you're innocent, then why would you need to be afraid to to talk about what happened? Ah, oh, seems like a strange situation to be in. <laughs> One thing led to another. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, after, well, after, after like the pending investigation and like the. The rest, the rest of the details like get get handled, get uh, hashed out. Oh my goodness! Well, I mean, I'm glad. I mean, are you okay? I mean, are you injured? Or I mean, are are you like emotionally scarred after this uh, brush with the law? I'll, I'll, survive, I'll survive. Okay. I mean, you survived, you know, a lot in in this in this world, Chris Burns. I mean, you were lost in the mansion for, you know, several months. You know, you weren't quite, eating. Quite a while, quite a while. Yeah. I mean, uh, do you even know? I mean, are you aware it's March? I mean, it's uh, almost springtime? Uh, yes. Uh, I think, uh, what, what, what is today's date? I know, I know we March, so. We're, it's actually St. Patrick's Day from where we're at. Uh, Happy St. Yes. Patrick's Day, uh, Chris yes. Burns. St. Patrick's Day, yes. Now, now you and Chase Rawlings, are you going to go out and celebrate the fact that you're free with a with a St. Patrick's Day, uh, you know, sort of bash? You know, they, they drink some alcohol on this day, from what I understand. Uh, if, we, uh, if we do, we might have to do it in privacy of our own homes. Okay. Or like you that. might want to check with your legal counsel on <laughs> that. <now. laughs> yeah, pro- pro- probably not a good idea to go out and party too much. Are you on probation? 
Uh, no, that's that's still being that's still being worked out. <laughs> he's, he's not We're both free and clear right now. But Are you sure? Honestly, other other other, other uh, matter, matters to to discuss all that. I mean, you're sure this isn't your one phone call from jail? I mean, do you need us to come bail you out? Oh uh, no 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 no! I'm out of, I'm out of, we're out of jail now. We uh, just got released probably about forty five minutes ago. Wow! And the first one of the first things you're doing is calling into the podcast, man. We appreciate that, Chris. One of, the, one of the first, not not obviously not the first call, but well, I mean, uh, yeah, 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 you're one, you're one of the first, you're one of the first calls, man. Oh, you just got, got, got my phone back and got your message saying doing doing a pot doing a podcast. Yeah, but this was a message that I left weeks ago about doing a podcast follow up from you and Chase Rawlings. I didn't realize it was going to be weeks later and you were going to be coming out of jail. Yeah. Wow. Man, I tell you what, hey, you know, we got a show coming up uh, in SWO. It's on uh, March 31st. Test your mic too. Uh, I think the. Um, you know, the Praise Me practice is going to be there. Order 66 may even be there. Your boys, are you planning to be out there? Uh, I, I, plan, I plan to be there at least. Uh, I'm not sure about uh, Django and, uh, and Kiesel. Yeah, they, Jen. They, 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 might some, they, they might have some other, other commitments going on there. Uh-oh. Well, at least you, Chris Burns will be there. We know Chris Burns is in the building. You know, we're, we're going to have a good time. Jesse O'Ryan, uh, before we uh, say goodbye to Chris here, you know, because I'm sure he's got some other things to take care of, maybe he needs to put gas in his car or get some get some food for the fridge or, you know, whatever the case may be. I don't know. Jesse, do you have anything to uh, say to Chris before he uh, departs here on the podcast? Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Big Ugly, you got some words for uh, Chris Burns calling into the podcast? Hey, uh, let us know when you can talk about what happened, Chris. We'd love to hear the story. Oh, absolutely. Can we do a podcast behind the cell, uh, behind the bars, you know, something Ooh, like that? One. You like that yeah, one, behind the bars? We'll work something out. All right, Chris. Well, thanks for calling in, man. We appreciate you. Take care of yourself. And, hey, do me a favor. Don't drop the soap, okay? Yeah, no problems. Yeah. Well, you can drop it all at uh, once yeah, now. I mean, you can drop it now, but I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, but not now, obviously, obviously not, not, not there. But. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Well, we'll talk about that. But, hey, you take care of yourself and be careful, okay? Yep, have a good one, guys. Thanks, Chris. Yep, take care. Bye. So, uh, Big Ugly, you started busting out laughing when, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, this you were not expecting this. No, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. Always a treat when Chris Burns calls in. And it's always a treat to know yes. that he's not stuck in the mansion right. somewhere. Uh, man, we're getting all kinds of callers on the podcast yeah. today. I'm telling you, we're, we're, we're hot, man. Yes. Blowing up. Where were we? Um, we were talking about, oh, yeah, we were talking about Orton, talking about Orton and Rude, and, and all that. Do we really have anything more to say about that? Or did Chris Burns cut us off at the right time? Yeah, I think That's he cut us off at the right time. Right. Yeah. Like they're doing with that storyline. Yeah, exactly. Ah, oh, we love yeah. this, man. We love this. Hey, let's talk about um, a pretty good match. Uh, Something I wasn't too invested in until the match actually happened. Charlotte defending the women's championship on SmackDown against Ruby Riot. Uh, Ruby Wyatt, Riot, the Wyatt, Riot Squad, wasn't really doing too much for me, but she proved herself in this match. Yeah. Uh, she was great, and Charlotte won, and uh, it was a great match. Let's talk about the match before we talk about the aftermath. Jesse? Um, uh, just to get back to your point about Ruby, like yeah. especially the stuff leading up to it with with the 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 promo she was cutting like she she really proved like she can hang not just in the ring but like on the mic yeah um i think i think a lot of people's opinions about her changed i agree um, the only thing that i really remember standing out in that match though was was that the with the finish with the like reverse alabama slam into the turnbuckle was that the end was that, that was that match i think I, or maybe was that was that a different match that might have been the uh the tag women match no, 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 no. Maybe that no? was that was Charlotte and that was Charlotte. And, was that uh, the uh, into the finish? Because didn't she finish her off? Oh yes, it was. It, that's exactly what it was. And her yeah. head snapped off the bottom. Yeah, that was muckle. nuts. I've never seen it before. I would, that 
the little sick. I, yeah, uh, you're right. That was that. That match. was great. Like that's the only thing that really stands out. Just because I saw that, I was like, what? What the hell is that? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna take that. That's okay. That's... Big Ugly, do you like this match? Oh, confession, I didn't see the match. I okay. Think, yeah, I kind of tuned out at that time. But that's okay. I heard it was a great match. Yes. And yeah. Did you hear about the aftermath? Heard about the aftermath? I think Oscar comes right. She yeah. does. Uh, she came out. Your girl. She came out to her music. She stood in the ring. She looked at Charlotte with the title over her shoulder, and she pointed to the WrestleMania sign, and yeah. we all know what that means. Right. So Oscar's going to SmackDown. Well, not yeah. maybe yeah. if she wins the title. Right. That's what they said on uh, Raw and SmackDown. If she happens yeah. to win and Charlotte is still on SmackDown, and that's the SmackDown title, she'll go to SmackDown. She has to win. Because uh, Oscar came to SmackDown this week, and I- I'm I'm sorry, Oscar and Shinsuke, I love them both, but neither one of them can cut a promo. Why, why do they continue to give them the microphone? Because they have it's, no mouthpiece right I think, now. I think Shinsuke's improving. It's Shinsuke's improving, but he he's be- his English is better than Oscar. I think Oscar works better as a as a silent killer. Anyway. I agree. Like yes. even if she could cut a promo, don't 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 bother. Don't let her. Yeah. Same thing with uh, like. Roman, like people really start to hate on him when he starts talking more. Like, yeah, right. If he's just a silent badass, there'd be a lot. I think there'd be a lot less people booing yeah. him. Silence is golden. Yeah, I agree with for you. some yeah. for some people. It works for some people. Yeah, it right. doesn't for others. But if you don't, yeah, I, I don't know. So I mean, when, it's weird. when Roman says quick stuff like you know, like when he was uh, talking about Braun, uh, not Braun. Brock. Brock, right. Yeah, he, was like, he was like, you know, I'm not scared of that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And then he just drops the mic. It's like, that's what people want to hear from yep. Roman. Like, right. they don't want to see Short him and sweet. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's what we want. Cutting a promo for the sake of cutting a promo. Yeah. You don't want to yeah. see somebody reading a script right. in the ring. Yeah. That, that, although that, that, to be fair, that worked shoot promo he did about Brock not showing up to things, that one... That uh, was good. I, I bit hard on that. It, it, that was, yeah, yeah, it was good. And it's we're going to talk about that. We're going to get into yeah. that uh, in a minute. But uh, hey, I'll tell you what. I don't like the. I don't like their uh, mic skills. I, I can't wait to see the match between Charlotte and Oscar because I think it's yeah. going to be a classic. For sure. Um, what, go ahead. What are the odds that that match ends with a cash in? Uh, very good because think, they like, don't want to beat Oscar's streak, right? But they don't want to give her a loss either. So. They got, if, if Charlotte comes in and pins the wrong person and wins the title, well, Oscar doesn't lose. I'm even thinking like you mean Carmella. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Carmella. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they could really. I mean, they could really stir stuff up if they wanted to piss piss off everybody and just, like have come you know, have a long drawn out match where they just right. beat the crap back out of each forth, other back the whole forth. time. Oscar finally wins the title, whatever, and then Carmella cashes in and wins, kills the streak. Wow. Takes the title and Asuka still goes back to Raw, something like that. Wow. Maybe. Yeah, I'd be pissed off. That, right. <laughs> yeah, I'd, be, I'd be one of those fans. <laughs> yeah. That would be. Would it be an interesting. That, to me, that's a compelling story. Like, Yeah, and it's got places to go yeah. after that, you know right. what I mean? But uh, I, I'm excited. I think it's going to be that kind of match. I think they're going to give them the stage. They're going to give them 15, 20 minutes and uh-huh. let them do it. Um, I hope the language barrier isn't so bad that they can't communicate in the ring. I don't think. I haven't noticed that being an issue with. Not in the ring. No. In the ring, yeah. Then the referee is also there to, you know, take cues from the earpiece and talk to the one who can understand English and yeah. say, hey, just lead her into this, lead her into that. But um, I think that's great. I love that match. Uh, Ruby Riot definitely earned her stripes. Uh, the squad, not bad. Um, yeah. All good stuff. So. Uh, let's uh, lead in. Uh, we, we I know we've been talking for a while. We're gonna we're gonna move right into the next piece of this podcast, which is uh, the Fast Lane main event, which was a six pack challenge for the WWE Championship. We had let's see let's see uh, let's see it was Owens, Sami Zayn, Baron Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, uh, AJ Styles, and John Cena. Yeah. Right. 
Uh, John Cena's everywhere, so John Cena couldn't make it happen on Raw, so he worked his way into the SmackDown main event. And John Cena didn't win this one either, so we'll get to that in a minute. But AJ did win the match. Um, he got beat up. Um, there were some other things happening where AJ got put through a table, I think it was. Yeah. And then uh, all of a sudden he came in, flying forearm, and I think... Um, and there's a lot of stories that happened during this match, but one of them is AJ won, so now he goes on to face Shinsuke Nakamura for the WWE Championship. Thank God. Thank God, right. I don't think there was any other way that that match could have turned out yeah. to make a compelling championship storyline. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I think that, like, this was kind of, I don't know. I, the match itself was good, but I feel like having that big match it was kind of cheap because I think everybody knew that we were always just going to get AJ versus Shinsuke at WrestleMania. Right. Like, nobody else stood a chance. Because right. you already got Kevin and Sammy. They're already kind of in their own little storyline mm -hmm. with Shane. Yep. So it's no point in putting the title on them. You know, John Cena, we knew they was going to find something else for him to do at WrestleMania. So, yeah. I mean, you know, this was just kind of a, just a placeholder made of yeah. match. You know, yeah. it's like, okay. And it was still great. Right. It was yeah. great. It out good. Yeah. yeah. I'll say the six guys working their ass off and then yeah. everybody gets a break right. and nobody, you know, that's a good way to protect everybody going into mm -hmm. WrestleMania so you don't have to work as hard, yeah. you'd say. Um, but so we got AJ and Shinsuke. We're going to talk a lot more about that, I'm sure, on our upcoming episode, which is a big WrestleMania preview. But we had uh, Kevin Owens kicking Shane McMahon in the face, who happened to be at ringside. Mm -hmm. uh, we had... Uh, Shane McMahon getting upset and pulling the referee out when Owens was going to win and then pulling Sammy out of the ring when Sammy was going to win. Where's Daniel Bryan been? So, he was off doing personal things. Yeah. Oh. Apparently. So, yeah. do we know if Daniel Bryan's going to be a part of the storyline for WrestleMania? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't... I, I mean, if they... I, I think that so many people would blow a gasket if this turns into a tag match between Zayn Owens and... and, and Bryan and, and McMahon. Yeah. And Shane. But I don't blow a gasket in a good way or a bad. Oh way. yeah, I mean anybody. I think at, at any point, if he ever they uh, they you know announce him coming out and, and working a WWE match, mm -hmm. that, that that's going to be good news for everybody. This all seemed to be Except leading for maybe up. His future. <laughs> this all Brain. seemed to be leading up to Daniel Bryan versus Shane, Shane McMahon. Yeah. So do they put him in the tag match to keep it safe at WrestleMania and then have one turn on the other and then right for future reference we have Shane versus Daniel. Yeah, maybe I, SummerSlam just drag it, drag that stuff out. Does that work, guys? I, I mean, you could. Uh, that's what I thought that they were leading to was a Daniel versus Shane. Because for a minute there, it seemed like Daniel was looking out for Sammy and Kevin and yeah. you know Shane. So, but yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't think WWE is going to let Daniel wrestle. You don't think so? Him. No, nah, probably. I, I really don't. Yeah, yeah. I think people are getting their hopes up because you know the rumors is that he's been cleared, but rumor in window. I really can't see them taking that chance. Yeah, you know. And so, where does this fit with Shane? I mean, is this a triple threat match, or is this Shane versus Owen? Well, it's a uh, Shane McMahon said Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. He said yeah. that on SmackDown, right? But does this happen with Shane as the referee? I mean, what what goes down here? Or or does Shane just not at WrestleMania? I mean, he's taking a leave. Yeah. That's what he said. I mean, they, He's taking yeah. a leave, and he got knocked that, out. That last that last power bomb he took. Like, <laughs> although you know, last year at Mania, he got his head shoved through the, the car window by AJ. True. Made it back for the match. Sure. So I, you know, they build him up to be uh, superhuman. Yeah, like he basically, can, he'll come back after. Right. He came back after the night after WrestleMania hey, or whatever was it was, the, and he was walking uh, yeah. on the damn stage. There like, was what? him and, and Kurt in that match with the with the plate glass that he wouldn't go through. Yeah. Like, landing on his head. I mean, he kind of is superhuman <laughs> right, yeah. legitimately, so, you know. He's a McMahon, damn Yeah. It. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I don't know what they're what, what what's going on. Yeah. We're gonna. I'm sure in a couple of weeks when we have a WrestleMania preview episode, we're gonna talk more about that. Um, and there's uh, Baron and Dolph. I don't know if they're gonna get lost in the shuffle, get put in a battle royal. I'm not sure. Um, they did set one more thing up. So right now, there's not an Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. There is a what used to be called the Fabulous Moolah Battle Royal, um, and they took the Moolah name out of it because there was a lot of heat. You know, yeah. about Moolah being so. racist and all this other stuff. Yeah. So now they're just calling it the Women's Battle Royal yeah. at WrestleMania. So, thoughts on this, guys? Um, I, I'm, I would like to see Women's Battle Royal. I like the fact that they're starting to incorporate all of the big, uh, I don't know, I guess we want to call them gimmick matches. Sure. You know, and having yeah. the women getting involved in it. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I'm ready to see it. Um, I think they did the right thing by changing it. I'm not yeah. shocked that all the heat came. I mean, I, I think was, I was Moolah surprised. Right. I was surprised they named it after her in the first place. Right, yeah. yeah. I guess like, since they used Mae Young for the right. classic, they couldn't go back to her. Yeah, so, sure. Yeah. Uh, I just figured they went with Mae Young for the classic because they weren't going to use Moolah's name for something. But yeah. it's also weird to me that like that Andre the Giant uh, um, documentary... Right, it's is, happening two days after WrestleMania. And... They haven't said anything about the the Andre Battle, Battle Royal. Royal. So yeah, like, it's weird if they replace it, especially considering that they like they could capitalize off of his name. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but I'm excited about the Battle Royal. I'm telling you, it's going to be fun. And we're actually watching that in the background now on Monday Night Raw, where they were calling it the Fabulous Moolah Battle Royal for a day or two until yeah. they changed it. Um, like, were there no? Uh, I mean, are there no other like? Like oh, the Alundra Blaze Battle Royal. They put Thank her in you, the Battle man. Royal. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. I was like, they put her they in the Hall of Fame, right? Like, you don't have to use somebody that's like super old. Like, I mean, Alundra Blaze is like the pioneer of like women yeah. know, in a new age. So, it's I like, think they want to name it after people that are gone. It's a memorial. Oh, I see. It's it's a the memorial, memorial Battle Royal. Oh, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, what about uh, I don't know? There's there's a lot of women who died. Sensational Sherry Martell Battle Royal. Yeah, there you her. go. She was all right. She was good. Yeah. Um. So I know we're Elizabeth. Miss Elizabeth, well, you know, she had some drug problems. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Elizabeth, I don't want people Googling her. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, they Google her, they're going to find drug issues yeah. with Lex Luger and all this other stuff. Yeah. Um, hey, I know we've been talking for a while. I'm just going to throw over some quick things here. Um, so, Fastlane was good. Um, they got a lot of things happening. We got uh, a 50 man Royal Rumble have happening in Saudi Arabia at yeah. the end of April, apparently. Um, so I don't know if that's going to be on the network or whatever because there's not another pay per view. Supposedly, until May. supposedly Roman was on somebody's podcast and, and said that it is going to be on the network. That would be good. I would hope that that would be on the network. That's huge. Um, you got uh, NXT. We're going to talk about this a little bit leading up to Takeover. Uh, apparently, there's going to be a new North American title and there's going to be a six way ladder match what? at Takeover. Do you know about this, Jesse? No, I heard. About yeah, it. I, I try to. I try to like avoid like the. Um, like spoilers from tapings and oh, I'm sorry, and that wasn't me. And stuff, but I apologize. Well, that's cool. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, again, I, I still like to watch as a fan, but you know, if I find out, I find well, you're out gonna see it. I mean, it's just gonna be eventually. But I mean, it's supposed to be a uh, ladder match six way at the at the takeover. It's supposed to be EC3, uh, you okay. know, Ricochet, all these new guys coming up. Oh, they're just throwing them straight into the right into the fire. Cool. So uh, I yeah. just figured they would use kind of the UK title as that spot, like. But and they're still using the UK title too. Yeah, I mean they're using it, but I thought that would be kind of like the the maybe the the sort of mid cardish title. Sure, like NXT. the US title or the yeah. Intercontinental title. Yeah, um, I feel you. But it's cool. I, I mean, uh, it's cool that that means the UK title can still just keep traveling the world and absolutely being a being a international type yeah, title ambassador yeah. for a bunch of other people. 
Uh, what do we have here? We have also, uh, we've got official now Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey are taking on Triple H and Stephanie McMahon in a mixed tag team match at WrestleMania. I think this is a good way to get them all on, protect them all, let them all play a gimmick match and get them all their entrances, you know what I'm saying? So that's going to be fun for WrestleMania, I think. Yeah, I mean, it should should be okay. My biggest concern is that, obviously, I'm not expecting to get much from Ronda Rousey just because of, you know, how green she is. Yeah. The problem is, is that I feel like the two people that would carry this match would be Triple H and Kurt Angle, but sure. we see that Kurt is not the Kurt of old. He's not yeah. in ring so, shape, as right. it were. Even yeah. like from like Kurt from like a little over a year ago, like the, the some of the matches he was having leading up to his induction to the Hall of Fame were like nuts. Like he yeah. doing moonsaults off the cage with Cody Rhodes and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And then now, like he's he's walking around like Undertaker was walking last year at WrestleMania. Right, yeah, he's got right. like the bent knees and the yeah, that's bad. Uh, yeah. But. Speaking of Undertaker, let's just throw this in. John Cena actually made a legit challenge on Monday Night Raw, said it three, four times right into the camera. Yeah. Undertaker, Undertaker, Undertaker. So it's got to happen. Now, yeah. the build for this is John Cena basically saying, you know, it's this is what the fans want. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is uh, what I want. And, you know, you have no excuses, Undertaker. The only excuse that you have is you. Because yeah. they didn't cut my mic off. They didn't cut me out of the promo. They didn't dump out to a commercial. This is you. So right now the ball is in Undertaker's court, so it's going to happen. Yeah. But uh, you don't like this, do you? No. <laughs> Why? CM Funk don't like it either, yeah. I don't think. But, I mean, I feel like if the Undertaker comes back, you know what? They're inducting Kid Rock into the yep. Hall of Fame. He just needs to come back as the American badass. Yep. And then and it doesn't undo the fact that he left his hat and his right. in the ring last right. year. Yeah. It, Kind of makes sense. Couldn't have said it better myself, boys. Yeah. You're exactly right. Yeah. And have Kid Rock play him in. You Absolutely. Know, he comes out on that bike. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I, 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 I yeah. And then he won't have to walk all the way down the right. Yeah, that's exactly. right. Yeah. Yeah. He, that, yeah. And that's a that's an even better thing. So the entrance won't be as long. Yeah. yeah. Um. But no, that and that protects everybody. And you can't expect this bell to bell. You can't. John Cena is the the protective worker. He protects himself for his own everything that he's doing and Undertaker's just not going to have it you know to have a five star match it's just not going to happen yeah. so I think the, I think he's capable he'll be capable of having a better match than he did last year oh absolutely I think he like cause I know he was his, not his happy with that his were like done at that point yeah and they've been he had replacements did, did he, did, so he got surgery post Wrestlemania yeah. last year yeah. okay alright and he's been uh, as John Cena said posting workout photos on his That's, wife's Instagram yeah. man I love that shoot kind of stuff yeah. man that was great. And we'll have more about that on the next podcast, I'm sure. The WrestleMania preview. Uh, so that's going to happen. Uh, we've got, let's see, what else did we have happen here? Uh, it looks like we're going to have Miz defending the Intercontinental Championship against Seth Rollins and Finn Balor probably bringing the Demon back out at WrestleMania. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. If you guys thought the Demon was going to be coming out soon. I would yeah. guess that WrestleMania, they're going to do that big Demon entrance. Wait, who, it's going to be, you said a, a three-way? Three-way. For the IC belt? IC belt. Oh, okay. And Miz uh, is a short time away from being the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion yeah. of all time. Dude, he's he going to go down to history as one of Mania, right? Like, uh, right after Mania. Right a couple after weeks after Mania. Mania. Yep, so he's got to uh, keep it. Uh, Interesting. Do they let him? He's one of the best IC champs. I agree. Of all time. Yeah. His wife's about to have a baby. He's going to take some time off. So, yeah. but I think he let they let him keep it through the time when and he's then the maybe use that longer to start champion. Some story between Rollins and Balor. There you go. So what happened? It seemed like they were putting a club, you know, the the Balor club together, but I haven't really seen much more of that. So I guess they dropped yeah. it. Yeah, they can always go back to it. It's safe. Yeah. They, they they seem to like switch back and forth on Gallows and Anderson, like. They, they start pushing real hard, and then yeah. they just disappear for weeks. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like Gallows and Anderson are having trouble getting over with mm-hmm. 
this WWE crowd. Yeah. Um, you know, can't really say whose fault it is. I don't know. And uh, I tell you what, again, more in the WrestleMania preview coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, and uh, I just want to throw this out there that on the most recent Monday Night Raw, and we were watching this a little bit earlier, Roman Reigns came out. We're expecting Brock for the second time, a Brock-Roman face-off. And then uh, basically, he's not here. And Roman says, like, man, he's not here. He's not here again. And uh, it was announced that he's not here. And then Roman comes out in another shoot promo the second time he did this and basically said, you know what? I come to work every week. He does not. I'm here. So why don't I go back and talk to the person that's responsible? And then he says Vince McMahon's name, drops the mic, walks back. The camera follows him back to the Carrillo position. That was great. That was great. Yeah. And they're back there, and it's all out of out of character. Yeah. Vince yeah. and Shane back there, and Shane just got you know beat up at Fast Lane, but he's back there. He's running. He's got the cans on. He's running. He's running the show. And then they take Vince back to his office. He said, let's go back and talk at my office. Yeah. And then Vince comes out and cuts a really smart promo with Renee Young. Did you guys see this? Yes. Did you see it, Jesse? The one, the interview with Renee Young after this whole Roman thing? I remember it happening. And I thought it was really short, wasn't it? Like, it was short enough. I mean, okay. he, yeah, I, I, maybe I wasn't thinking enough. Yeah, I mean, you should go back and watch it if you yeah. can. It's a very smart Vince basically saying, you know, well, cause does Brock have certain privileges? Of course he does. But, you know, Brock's going to be here next week. I guarantee you that. And Roman is suspended temporarily for what he did. So it takes the focus. This whole thing is to take the the heat off of Roman. Yeah. And so people are not overly surprised when he wins the title at WrestleMania. And I think nobody's going to be surprised. Right. Well, that's the thing. Nobody's going to be rioting yeah. at this point because they're taking they're and putting all the heat on Brock. As champion, because yeah. they don't ever actually see Brock. Exactly. Yeah. And putting all the heat on Brock, which he doesn't mind taking heat. He yeah. doesn't care. He doesn't yeah. care. Just pay him. Right, pay him. And as Ben said, Brock doesn't like people. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Brock doesn't like people, damn it. Um, oh, yeah, and by the way, uh, Braun Strowman, who's a big main event guy, has now been put into the tag team title scenario. Yeah. So they were having a big tag team battle royal to see who was going to be <laughs> WrestleMania yeah. opponents for Sheamus and Cesaro, and Braun Strowman won it. Yeah. So, do you guys see what's happening here? Or I, I don't see what's happening. I think it's interesting, but please do explain. Yeah. You see what's happening here? No. Okay. Who's been Braun been feuding with for the past couple of months? Elias. Who's going to be his tag team partner at WrestleMania? Are you think it's going to be Elias? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, I thought it was just going to be him, and it's going to be yeah. like one guy wins both. Well, notes. they could do it both. They could do it either way, but I think this whole, you know, opposites attract thing, Elias deserves to be on the stage at WrestleMania somehow, yeah. some way, whether he's playing Braun out to the ring or whatever the case may be, but he's got to be involved in this somehow. Ah, uh, okay. See what I'm saying? So we're going to find out, but Braun is now the number one contender for the tag team titles. So, yeah. so it could end up in a situation like two guys that hate each other being yeah. tag team. Yes. Partners. Okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah, and why not? Yeah, I, I would love it. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. Braun has been in this main event, main event, big monster, and they're going to put him in this storyline. So eventually they're going to have to build him up again. Yeah, He can do it anytime he wants. I, see, I think he's at the point now where there's no building required. Like You can just yeah. throw him in any any situation, and he just he's there. He's the monster. He, he can do whatever the hell he wants. And I so. love the fact that when he talks, he can do a little gaga. Yeah. He can do a little funny stuff. Yeah. But he can also destroy you. Yeah. Turn over a tractor trailer. Yep. So speaking of Gaga, I'm not liking Gaga. how on Raw they're putting like when they do those backstage segments. Yeah. They're putting those like words uh, that they're yeah, saying. Like, what is with that, man? I don't know. That's just whack. Like, why are you doing that? They're doing it that on both dumb. shows. Yeah. Yeah. It's like 
you go from like you know these serious backstage segments where these guys are supposed to be like you know really like pumping themselves up and yeah. like you talking trash, and then you're like putting this crap up like we're watching a cartoon. It's like yeah. immediately it's like I can't take this guy serious no more. Like why? why? I don't know. It's it's gonna be interesting. Is this a Triple H call? Like come on now. No, I don't. I don't know if that's a Triple H call. I see that more of a Jeremy Borash call. Because uh, Borash got tired on from Impact Wrestling, and now you're going to see, actually, going to see the uh, ultimate deletion with Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt at the Hardy Compound on Raw. Yeah. So, and I don't know if they would have given Borash that much, like. I don't know, maybe stroke, but he's got creative juices. I don't see that being a Triple H thing. That's that just sounds like a thing that Vince would have thought of and be like, the kids will love it. And then, like, it's just like, it became a thing. Maybe. Or you can understand it if you got it muted. Yeah. Or if you're in the bar, you could see him say, I want to get these hands. That's true. You know, maybe mm-hmm. maybe that's the thing. I mean, it works like that, but if you're watching it and listening to it, it's very cartoony. You guys so. seen Black Panther, right? I have not, I have yet. not seen it yet. Ah! Sorry. All right, never mind. We had a whole conversation about Black Panther on the whole thing. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. Okay. I was just going to say, because if you watched the last episode of Raw... Remember when everybody was beating up the bar? Yeah. Well, uh, when Titus and Apollo I did hear comes the, out, the, the, like the, Shane, the, you can the, see Shane yes. doing, he does this. He's like, Wakanda Fabric and Titus just hits him. Kills him. Yeah, yeah. that joint is just funny, man. I like, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah I it's did. It's so subtle, that. so it's like, you only notice it if you actually, like, seen the movie. But, yeah. yeah. You want to uh, see a good movie? Go watch Red Sparrow. Jennifer Lawrence, this whole thing about her being in, involved in the, in the government, like, behind the scenes. Just uh, We're not going to talk about that right now, but it's a good Good damn movie. Watch that. And Jennifer Lawrence. Hell yeah. Um, look, we've had a great conversation. Uh, we are still going to throw this. I did not see this. What was this? So, uh, th- this is the whole build, the slow yeah. burn for oh. Rhonda and Kurt. I see this. Right. Leading up to uh, Triple H and Steph. I'm sorry it's for been... the listeners. Uh, they just showed a flashback of when Rhonda and Kurt took out Triple H and Stephanie. Yeah, I mean, it's been that one. must have been on last Raw or something. It's been one punch, one slap back and yeah. forth. And a spine buster from uh, Rhonda to Triple, Triple H. H through the table, yeah, mind you. Good. And yeah. then she kind of did a Samoa drop, I just noticed, too. Yeah. Samoa slam the. So is that her finisher to Steph? I'm hoping not. Yeah, it's okay. probably just something really simple she could do. Okay, she could. Yeah. <laughs> It's got to be the arm bar. It's got to right. be a finisher. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. So, I, I think, uh, yeah, and we're just watching Raw again, not on Hulu, but uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> we really hated on Hulu yeah, in the past couple weeks. But, uh, no, it's... You're never going to get that Hulu sponsorship. Man. No, we're right, not. Yeah. They're never going to pay us. Netflix, just... call them. Yeah, we want to do Netflix. We want to do... We talked about Netflix. We should do this. Yeah. Um, look, we're going to throw this to uh, uh, my exclusive interview with Todd Edwards from SWO Pro Wrestling talking about the Ace Dallas interview we did recently, talk about uh, Saturday, March 31st in Redline, Pennsylvania, Test Your Mic 2. Uh, we're going to talk about that. And then uh, I think we're going to come back for maybe five minutes for our finish, our close, and uh, we're going to pump up the uh, next podcast that we're going to do, and we're going to talk about podcast number 50 coming up so uh we're gonna go into break uh, i'm gonna throw you on the spot big ugly and just say take us into a break so we can listen to todd edwards in three two one i'm sorry not yet, <laughs> not yet. listen to todd edwards we'll be right back welcome back to the dirty ugly wrestling podcast my name is dirty mike and i have an exclusive interview with one of the other voices of swo susquehanna wrestling organization he is the ringside guy he is you know him you love him he also hosts a show online and on television in pennsylvania called inside the squared circle it's the one and only todd edwards todd welcome to the dirty ugly wrestling podcast Thank you, Mikey D, and what an intro. Uh, I could not have said it any better. Uh, 
with you, Mikey D., my tag team partner for SWO Wrestling. Great, great to be with you tonight. Thank you so much, and uh, we're going to get you get you a new nickname, Toddy E. Toddy. Let's go with it. And we're going to be going with it all the way to Red Lion, Pennsylvania. I think we got uh, Saturday, March 31st. Test Your Might 2, one of the biggest SWO shows of all time, Todd. It is. And, you know, before you settle in with friends and family on Easter Sunday, wrestling fans, come out to the SWO show on Easter Eve. And, again, Mikey D said it Saturday, March 31st in Red Lion, Pennsylvania at the Leo Fire Hall. It's Test Your Might 2. And what a lineup we have, Mikey D. Yeah, why don't you go over a little bit of that lineup? We're going to talk about one of the main events, and that's one of the reasons I got your call. But go down some of the uh, superstars and the matches you might see there. Well, we're going to have a last man standing match. Full <laughs> time beast, Evan Atlas versus the Beast Slayer, Zach Belmont. And what? you know that feud that's been going on for the past couple shows with SWO. It's going to be a big one. Oh, man. No, nobody can get the upper hand. It just keeps going back and forth. But last man standing, we might find out who the real beast is. No doubt about it. Again, on Easter Eve, that's Saturday, March 31st, in Red Lion, Pennsylvania, at the Leo Fire Hall. And tickets, at general admission, tickets are only $10, Mikey D. A great value for what you're going to get with SWO Wrestling. That's great with the friends, the family, bring them all. And, uh, you know, Ringside did sell out pretty quick for this show, but we want to make sure we get everybody in the building. And uh, we've got, you know, concessions, we've got uh, merchandise on sale, all kinds of great stuff with SWO up front, live, in living color. You can smell it, you can hear it, you can touch it. And we're, yeah, we're just really, what, weeks away from this big event. Oh, my goodness. Not too far away from when you're listening to this podcast. So uh, definitely get your tickets. And uh, Susquehanna Wrestling Organization on Facebook. Like it, follow it, and then there's plenty of ways that they can uh, get tickets. What other big matches might we see uh, at Tester Might 2? Hey, we have the Concrete Rose, Sunny Rose, return, Sunny Kiss, excuse me, returns to Red Light to face off against Leo Sweet. What a matchup. What a, what a feud from uh, 2000 and uh, earlier in 2017, man. They, those two have gone at it before as well. They have, and I'll tell you what, a lot of fans have come up to me in past shows and have asked me, when is Sonny Kiss returning? He's going to be back on Easter Eve. That's 30 March 31st. He's going to be back, and we got a lot of returns, a lot of big returns, and I'm going to talk about a couple of them right now. Uh, Mike Orlando, uh, he is going to be coming back to SWO, and Ali Rex, his tag team partner, and she is a, a, a lot to handle, and they're going to be taking on the Praise Me practice of Jesla, who is the current SWO women's champion, and the current owner, our boss, Toddy, of uh, SWO Pro Wrestling and the SWO Unlimited World Champion, Ace Dallas, and I know I'm going to get into that. What do you think about this big matchup? Both titles on the line. Both titles on the line, and what a main event. It doesn't get much bigger than this. I mean, Mike Orlando and Ali Rex have been competing on the indie circuit up and down the East Coast, and Mikey D, as you know, they're two up-and-coming stars, and they're going to be facing our champs here at SWO on Easter Eve, Saturday, March 31st. Man, we like to plug. We, we like to plug stuff. We're pretty good at it, man. Between you and me with the dates and the yeah, times, yeah. <laughs> this building is going to be packed, and, and we're going to be breaking the fire codes. Well, no, no, no. We're not going to break them. We're going to push the limits for sure, Toddy. Of, of all things, uh, at a fire hall, I mean, if you recall last year, I don't know if you were with us for the first Tester Bite show, but it was near capacity. I mean, we they, there were not enough chairs to put out. It was a standing room only crowd uh, for that show last April. Mikey D, and I have a feeling this show is going to be just as big with the names that are coming in to the show. Oh my goodness! It's going to be a big one. 
with the big names and the big matchups and, and everything like that. So uh, let's talk about this main event for a minute now. Uh, as you know, on our last Dirty Ugly Wrestling podcast, I believe you heard it, Toddy. We had an exclusive yep. behind-the-cloth interview with the one and only Ace Dallas. And uh, I got to dig into a little bit of not only the Reverend Ace Dallas, but a little bit of behind-the-cloth, a little bit into the man himself. Uh, and we're going to shoot here a little bit, Toddy. Um, what do we? Uh, what do you feel? You listened to that interview. Tell me your first reactions of that interview that I had. It, it came across rather genuine. That was my first uh, insight to the interview. Uh, as a recent graduate of Elizabethtown College, found a job in teaching and teaching the youth of America. And then he's not just a teacher, but we know him as Ace Dallas here in SWO, and not just the champion, but owner of SWO. Right. Very sincere. Uh, great insight. Those type of interviews always intrigued me, and it was really a job well done. And you really hit it out of the park. Both you and East Dallas did that on the interview. Thank you so much, and that's what we try to do uh, with Dirty Ugly Wrestling. You know, we're not right, we're not wrong, we're just fans. And ultimately, you know, the people that are involved in the business of professional wrestling, we're fans. I mean, t- you know, that we love it. Yeah. There's a passion for it. And Ace Dallas, uh, I'm telling you, he is one of the most passionate guys I've ever heard. Just listening him to him talk about not only his personal life, but professional life and wrestling as well. Uh, you know, and we get to see a different side of it. So when he breaks out into that that religious, that, that reverend Ace Dallas, Dallas. I mean, he gets so far into it. You, I can't tell where you know Nate begins and Ace ends. You know what I'm saying? Um, this is true. Yes, and, but that's and, what, you know we're all fans. You mentioned it, Mikey D. I grew up with my dad, uh, one of the calmest individuals you ever meet. But when he watched professional wrestling, he would go crazy, <laughs> cheering for the good guys. Uh, never wanted the bad guys to win, and it's been an affinity for me ever since I was in single digits. We attended old WWF events wow. in New York, Pennsylvania yeah. area when they came here. Uh, back in the days when Andre the Giant, the Wild Samoans, and Bob Backlund was champ, and I've had a keen interest in it since then. And uh, I always thought it was fascinating, Mikey D. You know, if you wanted to see the Orioles play or the Baltimore Colts or Ravens, you had to go to that town and see them play. Right. But with professional wrestling back then, that you'd watch the WWF on the week and here they would come to York, Pennsylvania during the week at one of our high school gyms. It was just something that uh, I have such great feeling for and admiration for, and it's something I have never forgotten. And I can certainly tell that, especially been working with you, Toddy. Uh, you know, it's uh, and Todd Edwards, ladies and gentlemen, this guy. I mean, when I first met Todd Edwards, everybody, you know, I, I didn't know what I was necessarily getting into, but I know I was going back to a place where, you know, they called me at home and I called home, and you know, SWO and, uh, and this guy. I tell you, he had index cards ready for me. He had names, weights, hometowns, and I could tell just by the way he wrote these things down that he actually cared about getting these guys over. And Toddy, I want to I want to commend you on that. And with your with your ringside interview with your, uh, you know, the ring announcing that I've seen and also with your show Inside the Squared Circle, which can be found a lot of different places. Talk to me a little bit about that. You're a fan, but now you're also spreading the good word. Tell me a little bit about that. Glad you mentioned it, Mikey D. Inside the Squared Circle can be seen live Wednesday night, every Wednesday night from 6 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. on White Rose Community Television. You can like them on Facebook, and then you can stream our show there. I'm on Facebook as well as Instagram. You can like Todd Miller or Todd Edwards there and follow me. I normally put a link up to the show. We talk anything and everything pro wrestling, particularly independent wrestling, and we touch on WWE wrestling as well. And the numbers you need to know, 717-843-7722 or 717-846-5067. And my co-host is the legendary Wolfman from the old ECW days, the early founding days of ECW in the 
early 90s. That's the same Wolfman. Still going at it, and he's my tag team partner for the uh, Inside the Squared Circle program. Wolfman, I tell you, and he is the former owner of SWO Pro Wrestling. Yes, he's still behind the scenes and does a lot of different things, but uh, Ace Dallas took him out of that role, and now it's pretty much the Wolfman is doing whatever Ace Dallas says uh, and goes out there and does some things. And uh, I tell you what, that that's a feud that's going to culminate down the road as well, not only with Ace and Wolfman, but uh, with and Wolfman said he has some friends that he's talking to to take the Praise Me practice down. Do you know anything more about that? I don't, but you have to think as a former ECW star, as the Wolfman is and was, you got to think maybe you'd have one or two of them coming back. I mean, just last month, we had Nunzio, former ECW and WWE superstar there. So you know he has the connection. Wouldn't it be something if you bring back some of these ECW guys like the Sandman, (laughs) the Raven? uh, Remember Terrible Terry Funk? He was with ECW, too. He sure was, man. I tell you, Wolfman has a lot of connections. We also had Matt Seidel last year at SWO Pro Wrestling. Yes, you were part of the benefit show at the St. John's Lutheran Church. I think they're looking forward to the third annual show this year sometime. Uh, And it's always a success with the church. And the church wants the show back every year. A very successful fundraiser for the church here in York, Pennsylvania. Really excited about that. And uh, not only uh, me and you and the Wolfman, but uh, all the rest of the SWO, including the Praise Me Practice, which is the group, the faction of uh, Ace Dallas, man. And that is, uh, you know, when you talk about big factions, you talk about DX, you talk about NWO, you talk about uh, all different things. But this is something that's really caught my attention. And, uh, you know, the Praise Me Practice, religion is a very sensitive subject, but somehow... Ace Dallas and the Praise Me practice make it uh, intriguing and entertaining, but don't quite, you know, go over that line completely, you know what I'm saying? They tease the line very, very well, and and it's a very sensitive subject. And and you being a fan of professional wrestling, are you more into the, you know, the gimmicks that come across like that, or are you more into the storylines or the actual in-ring competition? What is your flavor of choice? I like the storylines and the in-the-ring competition and how the guys work. I just think the show, that makes the show ultimately. I mean, you can bring the big names like you mentioned, but it's kind of up to the workers that make the show go. We've seen it from show to show. We've had a great, op- great run with SWO in year 17, and it's continuing to go strong uh, as one of the premier independent leagues here in Pennsylvania. That's and right. reasonably priced, too. I mean, the tickets are not going to set you back too much, and then you can come in and still have money left over after you support the firefighters at the concession stand. Man. It's a, it's a great price, and if your listeners want to check us out, we're on Facebook, as you mentioned. Like us on Susquehanna Wrestling Organization. I love it. I love it. And uh, before we uh, disconnect here, I want to definitely get you back on the podcast sometime in the near future. But uh, tell us a little bit more about your background. I mean, you're, yes, we talked about professional wrestling, but uh, what else do you do? I see you out there on Facebook and on Instagram doing a lot of different things, Toddy. I do. I'm kind of a broadcaster of sorts. I'm, I'm tied in with sports shooting stars, and if you haven't liked us, we cover high school athletics here in the greater York area. It's sports shooting stars. You can like our Facebook page. I do some re-announcing as well for uh, some other local independent leagues in the central Pennsylvania area as well. Uh, it's just been a love of mine. It's uh, it's never a day at work for me when I do this. Uh, I do. I'm a criminal justice major. I have a day job. During the day, I work in corrections for the county, right. uh, but this is where my real passion is uh, with broadcasting, and I, I, like I said to you, I, it's never a day where I just love this so much, Mikey D, and I hope that enthusiasm comes through in the broadcast. 
Oh, it's coming through, and that's exactly what we love to talk about on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. We've had independent wrestlers, SWO, you know, Eastern Eastern Wrestling Alliance, Eastern Wrestling Association from Maryland, but uh, also MCW, NWL, ACW. I mean, it's all about supporting independent wrestling. I'm a huge fan of it. I'm glad I've been a part of it for so long, and I don't look to be going anywhere anytime soon as long as they keep having me. Um, and same thing with you, Toddy. I mean, I, uh, I've worked with a lot of different organizations as well, but I, I I think the fun that we have and, and the chemistry that uh, a lot of us have out there with the with the workers and uh, and with people backstage. I mean, there's just a something fun about that product. People care about what they're doing, and it really comes across. Same thing, like you said, you hope it comes across on this broadcast. I certainly think it is. Yeah, and it's really family when you go into this level at independent wrestling. Don't you get that feel, Mikey D, uh, with being with SWL? I do. It does feel like family. And I said that they, they've gone over uh, a couple of different things, changed the reins a couple of times. But, you know, it's always been at this core that there's this family vibe there. And it really comes across. And that's why I think, you know, the crowds have been getting bigger and bigger. I mean, as far as, as, far as independent wrestling goes per capita and as far as percentages goes, man, I mean, we just keep going up and up and up. And I love it. It's fantastic. Fantastic. Um, and uh, before we go here again, and this is what we do, we go off on tangents here on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. No problem with that. Uh, give me one final uh, prediction here. Ace Dallas and Jesla uh, defending their championships against Mike Orlando and Ali Rex. Both championships on the line in one of the main events at Test Your Might 2 on Saturday, March 31st in Red Lion, Pennsylvania. Tell me what you think is going to happen in this match, Toddy. I'll tell you what. I, I, in, in the end, I feel somehow, some way, Jess Law and Ace Dallas are going to win. Really? You think they're going to hold on to it? Not a feeling they're going to hold on to these championship titles at the end. Um, and, you know, I, Mike Orlando, Ali Rex bring a lot to the table. Their resumes are growing. I mean, just a couple weeks ago, Ali Rex was in the ring against, remember, Emma? Emma Lena? Absolutely. She competed. Yeah, she competed against her. Her star is rising. But I think right now, this praise me practice team is just too strong. And in the end, they'll overcome Mike Orlando and Allie Rex. You know, I, that's a bold prediction. And I'm going to have to take, uh, I play devil's advocate. <laughs> devil's advocate. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just a, a terrible with the phrase me practice. No pun intended. No, absolutely no pun intended. But, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go one, I'm going to go one here. I think that, uh, I think Jess Law is going to keep her title. You know, I, I, Allie Rex definitely, uh, I think she's going to bring up the, the bold competition, but somehow Jess Law is going to hold on to that belt because her and the lovely Sarah Morgan, always seem to find a way to do that but for some reason for some reason i gotta feel that the wolfman has a hand in bringing back all these big names to swo including mike orlando and something tells me that at the end of the night i'm going to be saying your new swo unlimited world champion mike orlando i got a feeling i don't know why prediction and i'll tell you this is what makes this so great is the speculation and the commentary and this is what makes your show so great mikey d i appreciate it but the only way we're going to find out todd is if we come uh come there on saturday march 31st in red lion pennsylvania test your might too by swo pro wrestling i can't wait that's easter eve fans before you settle in with friends and family on easter sunday come on out and why don't you spend it with swo mikey d toddy and all the stars of swo 
it's going to be a great time. That sounds great. And in the meantime, also, check out all the archived episodes of Dirty Ugly Wrestling on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. And also check out Inside the Squared Circle. Tell us one more time where we can find you. Wednesday nights live from 6 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. on White Rose Community Television. You can like the Facebook page. We stream it there every Wednesday night. You can call in, talk anything and everything pro wrestling, Mikey D. And maybe I'll return the volley to you. Our next match is scheduled for... One fall! <laughs> you know, I tried to throw that at uh, Ace Dallas right at the end, and I tried to get him to uh, praise me. Uh, you're going to have to come out and find out exactly what that's about. But uh, he was uh, he was working for with another professional independent wrestling organization, and uh, he was in the locker room, so he was trying not to bring out the Reverend to... I'm sure he you know brought out the Reverend. I heard he was supposed to face Bro Keller that night, another SWO superstar. And Bro Keller apparently uh, has uh, some injuries, uh, injuries to his foot, injuries to his ankle. So I'm not quite sure how that went, but uh, we might see Bro Keller. We might see all kinds of different superstars on March 31st. Toddy, uh, we keep talking about it, but you got to come out and see it. No doubt about it. I'm looking forward to it, and we'll see each other then on Easter Eve. Saturday, March 31st in Redline, Pennsylvania. Thank you for calling in to the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. Todd Edwards, ladies and gentlemen. My pleasure. Thank you. We're back on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. Once again, my name is Dirty Mike. And I'm the Big Ugly. And we are sitting here with... Jesse O'Ryan. You did it! Yeah, that's right. We did it this time. Jesse O'Ryan. Hey, man. Had a great conversation with Todd Edwards from SWO Pro Wrestling, so he put himself out there. Great conversation. Check out all that independent pro wrestling stuff. SWO, Inside the Squared Circle, live on Pennsylvania Television and on Facebook Live. Um, Guys, it's been great hanging with you today. Um... Talking Jesse O'Ryan, thank you for visiting the mansion. Yeah, anytime. Thanks for having me. No problem. Make sure you can find your way out. Apparently, the last time Chris Burns found his way out of here, he ended up in jail. Okay. Um, so I, And Corey Bush is not out there, okay? He's in West Virginia doing his thing. Um, so uh, any final words for Corey Bush, who uh, did a run-in here on our podcast today? I guess I'll see you in May. <laughs> May 12th at Tall Cedars Hall in Parkville, Maryland. And you might see him April 13th. Um, Warehouse Wars. Mm-hmm. Definitely check that out. If you are a fan of independent wrestling or if you want to get into the into the world of professional wrestling, check out EWA Pro Wrestling on Facebook and come down to the Pain Factory in Dundalk, Maryland. Yeah. Tell you. My home. Your home. Yeah. Come, Jesse will invite you into his home. That's right. It's been remodeled recently. Did they give you, like, better quarters once you won a title? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, no, you were sleeping on the roof of the locker room yeah. before. Yeah, I mean, but they built they built that up. That's where they, they, they remodeled. It's really oh, nice okay. in there now. I don't know. I don't think it had anything to do with me winning the title. Oh. Unless, <laughs> you know, that just, you know, that that drew so much that he had yeah. money to remodel. So that's probably what it was. You know what? Gordon yeah. Bush did talk that about was, drawing that was, money. That was because yeah. of me. That was because of me. That's because of Jesse yeah. O'Ryan. Hey, Big Ugly, how do you feel about this podcast? Man, I'm feeling really good, man. Just real quick tangent. It's not even really a tangent. I just want to say shout out to my alma mater, UMBC. Oh, you know, man, I NCAA. had it written down. Yeah, NCAA putting out number one, uh, University of Virginia, right? Virginia, Virginia that's yeah, right. Exactly. And, and wasn't UMBC number 16? Number 16, see, yeah. first time ever, baby. UMBC yeah. retreat. So everybody's yep. bracket got busted. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yep. Man, that's incredible, man. And the Baltimore Blast is in the championship game again. The Orioles are about to start their mid-card season. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> mid-card. Mid-card. Uh, <laughs> well, Ravens are going to come back, do their thing. But, you know, it, it's a great time to be in this city, in this state, man, because uh, colleges are doing good. Pro teams are doing good. I, I feel a lot of positive energy. Yes. Shout out. UMBC. You went there? 
I graduated from there. You serious? Yes, sir. How did I not notice? Yeah. My goodness. Hey, you know where I went for the first time? The CQ Arena. Uh, I saw the Baltimore Blast at the CQ oh, Arena. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was not invited into the box, but I, I did have great seats. Because, yeah. I mean, as every seat is a great seat in the arena. If you can go to the CQ Arena at Towson University, check it out, man. So they can play They play soccer in the where they usually play basketball? Well, uh, that's at the Towson Center. So they made an actual CQ, made a separate arena where they play soccer, they play hockey, I think. They play gymnastics. I don't know if they can play gymnastics. but I I get what you're saying. You feel me? Yeah, I got you. It's a nice arena. They do gymnastics. Yeah, I got you. And they got the big Titantron up in the middle, and they got all the HD screens running around. And they got plenty of bathrooms and plenty of concessions, so go there. Um, Another tangent. UMBC, man. Awesome. 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 and uh, I tell you what, next podcast that we're going to do in the next couple of weeks, which is going to be shortly before WrestleMania, uh, we're going to do a full WrestleMania preview. We're going to run down the NXT TakeOver New Orleans. We're going to run down the Hall of Fame inductees, maybe even who's inducting them by that point. Um, we're going to run down the WrestleMania card and then what the expectations are for Raw, SmackDown, Superstar, Superstar Shake-Up. Uh, and that's going to be in the next couple of weeks here on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. See, I did it again. <laughs> Rolled off the tongue. I know, right? Dirty, yeah. ugly wrestling. Um, and we are going to be leading into our big 50th episode. We're at 46 now, so we got three more to go. And then we're going to have a big Facebook Live. We're going to set out the date, the time. It's going to be on Facebook. Jesse, you're welcome to join us for that. Right. I know you can't commit to that. You've committed yeah. to WrestleMania 35 yeah. next year. But uh, we'll let you know, and you're welcome. And even if, even if you can't make it, you're welcome to call in. You're welcome right. to show up on Facebook Live All right. and uh, give us your thing. Because... Uh, you are awesome, Jesse oh, Aron. Thank you. You're the man. The cruiserweight champion of EWA. Yeah. Man, I'm telling you, great conversation. Man, you know what? We got to bring in everything. I want burger cookies in here. We need cheesesteaks. Oh, my goodness. We need Frosties ah, from Co- Wendy's. We need Coke Zero. Coke Zero. Yes. We need everything. vitamin water. Yes. Everything else we promoted, yeah. we get to put on yeah. here. Now, when we put this on Facebook, do you think anybody's going to pay And a little card that says Hulu with a line through it. That's like the you can't see me. It's going to be like you can't see Hulu. Yeah. You can for 90 minutes, but you that's You can't it. see all of Raw. Right. right. <laughs> Jesse O'Ryan. Oh, my God. Hey, it's going to be great, and it's a happy St. Patrick's Day to everybody. When, by the time this goes up, it won't be St. Patrick's Day anymore, but uh, it'll be spring. Almost spring will have sprung, and we appreciate you. Jesse O'Ryan, thank you Thanks for, for joining me. us. Big Ugly, as always, thank you for everything that you do. Yeah. And uh, we are going to take it out right now. We had a great conversation. Corey Bush called in. We had Todd Edwards. So let's take it out. And you know what we say at the end of the podcast, don't you? We're just fans. (laughs) (laughs) Close enough. (laughs) I'll let Big Ugly do it because he's the one. All right, I'll let him do it too. Three, two, one. Deuces. We're just fans. Yeah.